Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Slam by now. Weather reports every five on the fours. <laughs> every five on the fours. <laughs> <coughs> All right, cool. Let's get started here. We'll have plenty of time for outtakes. <coughs> All right. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. And we have first time on the show, Ron Course Jr. Hello, guys. Ron, are you flying right now? I have no idea what's happening here. There's like something <laughs> happening with my phone. Jeez. <laughs> oh, okay. All I right, thought you were good. out at the flying field. I know, me too. I thought just you know, I thought he had like helicopter noises for his like you know intro tune, like wherever he shows yeah. up, just music plays. Yeah. Uh, no, not sure what happened there. <laughs> nice. That's interesting because my theme is usually the theme from Shaft when I walk in. <laughs> oh boy! All right, so this is episode number one twenty nine. Uncle Ron in the house. Uncle oh, Ron. Man. Oh yeah. So, Ron, first off, dude, I'm glad you don't uh, pilot or maneuver RC boats because then we'd have to call you Captain Ron. Um, <laughs> that's actually um, my email is Captain Ron's. Oh, I love it. Yeah, and his Instagram feed is like Cap Ron something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Awesome. All right, so let's first catch up with everyone's week. Who would like to go first? I'll go first because it's very short. Yeah. Plus, you never go first. And I never go first. So never I'm do. going first, dude. <laughs> All right. What's up? Well, I finally got that open RC F1 car together and we got all my parts in my motor from the slow boat from China. And uh, it actually it actually drove. I actually drove it. I was shocked, man. Yeah. No, I know good. I say that a lot, but I did actually pilot around the uh, the neighborhood. A little bit and shot a little video. So I kind of got two things done at once. I got that thing together and got, was able to, you know, drive it around the roads and stuff and shoot a little quick video. And then I got a chance to mess around with the video editing software that I have that I haven't used. So it was cool. It worked out twofold, really. Nice. Nice. And maybe I'll start doing some more video stuff. Give you a little tour of the, uh, the dungeon. The dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all. I, re- I didn't get a chance to fly this weekend. I was going to go out Sunday early by me here, but I it just things didn't work out, man. It was it was crappy on Sunday here all day and Saturday. I was I was really busy with other things on Saturday and uh, couldn't mm-hmm. get out to the field. I think Saturdays are better for me. I know that doesn't work for you that that well, but uh, Sundays are real difficult for me lately, especially this month. May and June are tough because we have a lot of family birthdays and stuff like that going on. Right, right. But I know you got a lot to talk about, Steve, so I'll sit back and listen. What do you what have you been up to, man? Yeah, so we flew on Sunday. Uh, flew up with the upstate New York, Green Acres Airport with the Diamantes. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, Green Acres. Farm living's the life for me, right? Um, well, Mr. Douglas. <laughs> it was fun. I uh, got to meet up with Ron. Ron was there. Uh, Charlie Crespo, Rob McClellan, Devin McClellan, Rob's friend Errol and Mark. We had some Goblin Festival, I would say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, we had also some turbines. We also saw a turbine crash, so that was pretty cool. And Wait, we also what? saw a goblin crash, so it was pretty cool. 
It was awesome. Some crashes happening. Wait a uh, <laughs> the turbine crash, was that McClellan's jet? No, it was Mark's. Oh, okay. But well, it still sucks, but I was just like... It was, it was in the hands of McClellan, if that makes any difference. Oh, boy. Yeah, oh, boy. It, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't his fault. It wasn't his fault. So before everyone gets any ideas that Rob drove in a, you know, whatever, couple thousand dollar jet or whatever it costs or... I mean, the airframe, I think it's a couple thousand dollars. Um, yeah, yeah. It's basically, uh, the setup was all kind of weird. There was no, um, not enough elevator. And when he said that he put flaps on, it would like bank hard right and down. Oh, so, geez. yeah. So, some of the mixing was just, was something was wrong on that. Oh, it's always the mixing. It's always something with the setup. Yeah. If it, if it had a V control, I think <laughs> it would have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you had a V control, it'd be fine. Yeah, cause yeah, because it's not you don't get that crazy with the mixing. It's easy. I don't know. Yeah, v control it, has auto tune on it, so yeah, you just you know do 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 and it auto levels itself. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So some of the the Futaba rating that he had set up, and there's like also this flight control that was in that jet, and yeah, <laughs> Rob's like, yeah, uh, if you have that flight control in that thing, I'm not flying that thing anymore because. It just, it just. I hate to laugh at this guy's plane going in, but now he says it. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to fly it. No, no. After. Anymore. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, because he was mating it for him. You know, it was, it was a mated flight. And oh, oh, I didn't know that. It wasn't yeah. really set up properly. So, so it kind of went in. Um, not too bad. He said that it's like maybe $600 worth of repairs just because, uh, they could replace that front half of that fuselage. And that's really all that was. That and like, I think one of the wings or something, but yeah, wasn't too bad. Uh, let's see. See, I've, I've brought my Goblin Black Nitro, Black Thunder 700. It was kind of cool. I kind of felt like a NASCAR driver because, you know, it was like uh, I had an issue with one of my, my, with my car, but it was kind of moving. And what it was is that there's a thermal insulator or they call it a thermal coupler that's on the carb and it slipped off the carb and it was kind of stuck inside the, uh, the crankcase. So it was kind of cool. I took a picture. It was like <laughs> Ron was there and Charlie was working on it. And Rob came over and started helping out. It was just like, you know, we had like five guys all around my helicopter, like working on it, which was pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, we got that fixed. And of course, as soon as I get that fixed, uh, you know, my the uh, what is it? The nitro tank grommet for the fuel line decided to rip on me. And and that kind of like. At that moment, I was like, oh, man, takes the hell out of commission. But uh, Charlie hooked it up. He had like, I don't know, two or three nitros there, black nitros. And I was, he was like, I'm not going to fly all of us. So I was like, okay, let me borrow one of your tanks then. So we quickly took the tank out of uh, his 650 black nitro yeah. and put it in mine. So what is that? What is the nitro tank grommet? It's a tank where, like, I guess your clunk line connects to, and it's like a nipple that you push in through a grommet. Well, the grommet itself ripped, so the you know I was leaking fuel basically from the, uh, oh. I guess the inline, you know, the intake line or whatever you call it. Oh, it's to keep pressure. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, to keep it, it sealed, right? Yep. Yeah, so it doesn't leak, and also to keep pressure when the uh, tank pressurizes. You had a problem like that once before. Yes, yes, I did have that problem before. Uh, but that was synergy, right? That wasn't no, a no, same, it was the same. It was a goblin. It was when I after oh. like first two flights it ripped on me and, and you know it's partly my fault it's like 
it was a tight fit, and I just squeezed it in there. Um, so this time around, looking at everyone else's tank, I was like, oh, so that grommet actually sits flat. doesn't sit bubbled up like mine. <laughs> oh, jeez. So I'm like, okay, you know, telling him around. He's like, yeah, you know, just, just carve it a little bit so it kind of gives a little relief. And um, I did that. And I put the new one in, and now it's just flat, so it should be good. I haven't uh, started it up, so I haven't pressurized the tank yet, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be good now. So I did have that in stock. Like, I, you know, I had to spare. I think I bought two last time because, you know, I ripped one. I was like, oh, man, I don't want this to happen again. So I just bought two. Uh, so, yeah, I had that. Um, let's see. I was having some fun with the Oxy4. I was doing some, some you know, grass cutting and skid bumps. <laughs> and everyone was screaming to have me do some, you know, bumps on the head. And I'm like, I don't know. But I'll sit there and burn it and just skim the grass like, Maybe about I don't know what was it like maybe ten feet to the left like just yeah. cutting just just letting it slide down the grass cutting and cutting 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 it was great yes um, it was it was pretty exciting uh let's see besides that I you know I, I put some good flights in you know it's a field that I'm not used to so I was a little bit more reserved but um, I had a good time you know it was great. Uh, everyone had some good flights in. Chris Diamani had some really good flights in. Um, Rod, we'll talk about your flights in a little bit. <laughs> We're going to get to your section when when you, know, you talk about what your weekend was like. Uh, well, we'll talk about your your flights. But uh, yeah, that's kind of been for the most of it. Uh, today I did get my charger from Joe. Nice. All right. And so, so before that, this is kind of funny, you know. I'm, I'm, I took the day off. <laughs> I know. I, I had days, and I was like, "Screw it! I got a sign for this thing. I'm going to take the day off." You know, I don't even know if I can come up with any more comments. I'm like, no, no, out you're speechless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, the funny thing is, is you know, I take the day off to get this case from Joe, and FedEx comes at like. 10 30 i'm like yes this it came early this is awesome i go up front you know i see the guy like kind of parked the truck the, the truck and i'm sitting in my garage so with the door open so i could kind of see it down the driveway and i see him so i kind of run through the side of the house and kind of get up and you know get up to the front of the house and and sign for the package and i'm like cool this this came and i was like wait a minute this box kind of looks weird huh, what is this okay i look at it oh it's not from Rev- it's not from Joe. It's not from Rotocraft RC. What is this box from? Well, it's from Scorpion. <laughs> so this is some uh, some stuff for our fun fly. So we oh, got cool. a bunch of swag stickers. You know the 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 whole bunch of Scorpion um, swag from you know from George's. So he hooked it up for our fun fly. So that was awesome. And I had to sign for it anyway. So it was, you know it was good that I was here. Come around. Uh, one no, it was like two thirty three. FedEx comes again, <laughs> second time, and yes, this time it was my charger. So I did a quick uh, unboxing video that I'm gonna edit up and and post online. You know, probably later tonight. I did get a chance to mess with it a little, and you know, so it's to kind of go over my charging setup. It's a uh, it's a Nanook 920 case, so the case is smaller than what I'm used to with the rigid, which I like. Um, definitely it's heavier than my rigid case just because there's more, you know, ABS plastic in it. There's just, you know, it's a bigger charger in it. Everything's just bigger inside. It's really compact and, and well designed. I think Joe got my text message when I told him to put like 10 pounds of dead weight in the bottom of that thing. I said, yeah. Steve's looking a little skinny. He needs a workout. 
<laughs> so, yeah, it must be now. Um, no, the way that much. Now. Come on. Uh, well, let's see here. So I did get it set up with a couple of the, the tags and kind of try it out with the uh, Revelectric CCS app for the iOS. So I got that hooked up. And this thing is pretty cool, man. I like it. I did a couple of, um, you know, setups on the bump tag system. And I don't know if, I mean, Ron, do you run yeah. the uh, Revelatrix? Okay, so you know, like, you set up one battery and you can basically bump as many tags to copy that, which is awesome for, yes. for when you're setting up your batteries, right? Like, I have two 3600 receiver packs, so boom, two tags recorded. I have four 12S5000s, boom, four tags recorded, and like, you can just stick them on. It's great. It's so easy to set up. Oh, that's that you, cool. Hey, you set up quick. And also, if you have an existing tag, you could bump it and actually copy it too. So you don't have to just do it at the initial setup, but you could do it later on. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Besides that, I did also get my, um, you know, BK hooked it up uh, with my tail server that went, that I had issues with. And uh, they sent me a new one. Like, what great customer service. Like, no question asked. Just send the old one back. We'll take a look at it. Once, you know, we'll send you a new one. Don't worry about it. So. Yeah, Bird hooked it up. Um, nice. So I got that installed on the uh, the N7. So I haven't set it up or anything, so I don't have to like servo horns hooked up or anything to it. But it's there. Um, you know, I'll probably get it set up next time I actually fly that heli. <laughs> I haven't really been flying my my N7 recently. Um, I don't know. I I've really been enjoying the goblins, especially the the. You know, I can't I can't get away from my custom canopies. I just love the way they look. I love the visibility of it. That it just it just creates more confidence in my orientation, you know. So I question less what orientation I'm in. So I just feel like I could kind of, you know, flippy floppy smack it around a little more, a little harder. So so I've been really enjoying the the SAB goblins. Nice, dude. Yeah, those canopies look amazing, and the tail, the whole color scheme looks yeah, great, yeah. dude. Great, it's so easy to see in here. I just I can't say, you know. Nothing more about it. It's great. I like the detail you did on the bottom of the canopy where the where you have that green patch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the green stripe going down. Yeah, because that really stands out when you're, you know, when you got the skids in. You know, mm-hmm. you can really tell that. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, between that and like on the um, the Black Thunder, the electric version that I have of the twins, because um, I have the white skids on that one, and when I mean, I'm actually comfortable enough to do tail. I mean, sorry, skids in TikToks now because of that. Because I can see those skids and I can see the boom and the green stripe better. That nice. I know, like, you know, I, it's easier for me to basically identify how much lean I have forward or back with the skids facing me this time, which at first was kind of weird, <laughs> you know. But I just had to kind of imagine I was on the other side doing TikToks. It was kind of, <laughs> you fool your brain to, to think, you know, like, just like flying backwards, tail end, inverted, right? It's just for your brain to think I'm flying upright nose that right. same you know same uh, basically control so, so you just for your brain and and just kind of have confidence that you know you see the heli you can identify the orientation and just keep flying it all right that's kind of a bit for me I, I that's a lot I know <laughs> so Ron how about you well as you know I went flying with you this weekend so mm-hmm. uh, up at the Dimantis. But like week five for years, so Dick. Yeah, it's like the fourth week in a row. Fourth week, yeah. It's like nice. a, yeah, fourth Sunday in a row. It's nice. It's like an hour and fifteen minutes from my house, but it's just, it's just, it's a really nice field, and it's just a bunch of good people to be with, you know. Yeah, definitely. So, 
Oh, I forgot to mention too. Old Man 3D was there. I, guess. I was gonna say yeah. I saw yeah. pictures of Phil. Yeah, yeah, he was there. Yeah, Phil was, Phil was great. Yeah, so um, hmm? that's pretty much it for me. I mean that, and um, I got a few projects that I'm working on for my daughter. I'm making her a bed. So nice. I was, yeah, you were saying pallet bed, right? Yeah, pallet bed, bed frame. So I worked on that hmm? a little bit this week, and then um, that's it, man. Um. Haven't really done much this week, man. My back, uh, my back wasn't doing too good most of the week, so, so. But that's it. It's pre- been pretty much a blah week for me. <laughs> let, let, let's uh, let us talk about that. That one flight you were doing where you you surprised yourself, <laughs> and you surprised me. <laughs> yeah, surprised a lot of people. Um, and this was good. It was not a bad surprise. It was a very good surprise. But uh. Yeah, kind of walk us through it. You're you're doing a flight, and I think it was me and Devin next to you, right? Yeah. So um, I um, so you know, watching Steve fly a lot and stuff like that. So I was uh, you know, he, you know, he does a couple of these moves, and I'm like, wow, I like that. It looks really cool. So I was explaining to him that uh, uh you know, I've been um uh, last week when I was flying, I was actually trying it. Um. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, and I was just talking to him. And I wasn't really like paying attention, like really to my heli, which I should have been. <laughs> right. Oh, <geez. laughs> um. So, and I was just, you know, telling him, I'm like, yeah, I do this, you know, you know, I saw you do this, and so what I did is I came back, and then I was doing a paro, um, and I was explaining that to him, and then somehow it turned into like a half paro flip somehow, <laughs> yeah, out of nowhere, <laughs> out of out of absolute nowhere, and. <laughs> Steve was like, man, dude, that looked awesome. I'm like, dude, that was pure accident. He's like, <laughs> like I have no idea what I did. <laughs> he's, I was, he, he's, he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, dude, that was pure accident. I said, I said, talk about a butt puckering moment there. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, what? I'm like, yeah, dude. I'm like, it was completely an accident, dude. I did not mean to do that. And he was just laughing. He's like, but it looked so good. <laughs> yeah, do it again. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, you know, so I wind up doing it. Um, you know, a couple more times. I mean, they didn't look as good as the first one, but no, but um, you're doing it though. That's the whole point, though. You know, you yeah. got out of your comfort zone, which is great. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool, man. It was. Uh, I was uh, shocked and surprised at the same time. I guess you know. <laughs> yeah, but, especially because you weren't planning on it. It just kind of no. like you're like okay, you know, because I do some type of it's like a punch out flip, you know, right? And, and you're like okay, you started doing some punch outs with some you know tail whips. And then all of a sudden, he just kind of did a half pure flip. You're like, oh, my God, what do I do? <laughs> We're like, holy shit. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it was kind of funny, man. It was, um, yeah, it was cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it took me about like another minute or so to calm down because I was shaking like a leaf on a tree. Uh-huh. I was just like, oh, my God, what the hell just happened? <laughs> you know? and, and, and granted, he didn't do it on like, you know, a smaller goblin or anything else. He's like. Boom! Right on the goblin black nitro, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, that was awesome, man. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool, man. It was uh, it was definitely cool. So yeah, uh, it was uh, oh, I don't know. It was still nerve wracking. I still like right now. I'm getting goosebumps. Just I know, talking right? About just it. thinking about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. It was nuts. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So let's kind of go on the main topic here, and let's get to know Ron a little more. Okay. Well, first, we'll kind of go into um, some, you know, some questions about like your history and the hobby and stuff like that first, and then and then we'll kind of go into what you do now because I know you're you're involved in a hobby now. So, so yeah. first of all, uh, where are you from, though? Like you're on the the East Coast by us, right? 
Yeah, yeah. I live uh, I live in Torrington, Connecticut, which is like the northwest corner of Connecticut, like like right up by Massachusetts. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm like probably a half an hour away. Okay. So. Nice. And how long have you been in a hobby? Uh, well, this is kind of a two-part answer. So I started in a hobby back when I was like 19. So I don't know how many years ago that was, a long time ago. Um, <laughs> so I used to work for Hobby Town USA. Oh, wow. Uh, yep. So um, so that's kind of how I got started. Uh, kind of always into the RC, whatever, anything. You know, <laughs> I I did have an RC boat. I had a T-Max and whatnot, but always been fascinated with helicopters. Um, when I was a kid, uh, my mom used to, my mom and dad used to bring me to air shows all the time. So right. uh, I just loved, uh, you know, loved the aircraft in general, not just helicopters, but mainly helicopters, but aircraft in general so mm-hmm. that's how i got started in a hobby um so i worked for hobby town usa um i bought a kyosho concept 30 um oh, boy. yeah i bought that bought a bunch of parts um then i bought a sh- um a Herobo shuttle z i bought some parts and <laughs> there was there was like nobody really to fly with me so i was kind of like on my own so i was just you know set it up and uh the guy who owned the hobby shop helped me out setting it up and stuff and whatnot and um yeah i was young you know so of course i went through my parts in about um a month and a half (laughs) um and i didn't really have a lot of money back then i had a kid already so you know so so i yeah so uh you know being 19 years old being a parent so i'm like all right well i guess this hobby thing is not for me so um that was it. So I just kind of like packed it up, you know. And then um, 2011, where I work, uh, I work for um, a, you know a cable company. Um, a guy that was hired and brought in on the night shift to work under me, he um, he flew RC helicopters, and nice. uh, we became really good friends. Um, and he was telling me about it. I went and watched him at the field one day fly and whatnot. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh man, so I really got to get back into this. He's like, oh, my dad's selling. Uh, he's got a, he's got a heli for sale. I said, what's he got? He goes, T-Rex 450. I said, I'll buy it. There you go. Um, so I bought that and, um, I went out and bought a DX8, a Spectrum DX8 radio. My buddy Mike helped me set it up. So that's kind of how I got started back in the hobby again, you mm-hmm. know? And then, you know, I was in my backyard hovering, practicing on forums all the time, learning about the stuff. I mean, I was on the forums every night for hours and hours, just reading up on helicopters and this and that. And, um, you know, really got, you know, really got the feel of the helicopter mm-hmm. again, you know. So, <laughs> I mean, it went from that T-Rex 450 and then a month later, I had a T-Rex 500, a T-Rex 600, um, and then I kind of snowballed from there. As you know, I mean, you guys know what I have now, so <laughs> it didn't take long. <laughs> so, but I've been I've been back in the hobby again since 2011. So Okay, nice. So is that what got you interested in the hobby? Just seeing, like, going to air shows with your parents, just kind of your childhood, growing up with uh, having, you know, seeing... Um, well, or is there you know, other reasons with like why more more specifically why on the RC side instead of full scale? Um, well, I think you know mainly because I worked at the hobby shop, you know, yeah. it, you know, and I knew what RC was all about, and I always thought it was cool. I mean, 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, what kid doesn't like RC or what guy doesn't like RC? You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's just really cool, you know? For sure. You know, so I think, you know, I was just always intrigued in the fact that, like, I could, like, fly this helicopter with, like, no wire attached to it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And, and it just, it, like, goes. <laughs> it's like, holy cow, that's, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's like, how the hell does that work? <laughs> you know? Right, right. I so. still don't know. <laughs> exactly, it's right? Magic. It's, it's magic. It's just magic. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like I'm like, yeah, but there's no way. I mean, like, like how is this really happening right now? Like, like how am I controlling that thing that's like you know 300 feet up in the air? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's just you know it's just very intriguing and very um, you know it's just very unique. It's a very unique hobby, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so when you first flew your your old you know your your old helicopters. <laughs> did it hit you like a brick wall like whoa this isn't easy <laughs> this is really hard <laughs> oh my god yeah you know so yeah. you know so you know so i'm 19 years old and i'm like yeah. oh i you know i got this you know right right <laughs> <laughs> you know i mean come on i mean i it's, it's, dude i'm 19 years old i can do anything you know so mm-hmm. um i remember after i got my uh my my coyote concept 30 set up so i was living with my in-laws at the time um here in connecticut and that um so um, and my father-in-law, um, you, you know, he's a cop, so he, he works a night shift, so he's sleeping during the day. So I'm out in the backyard. It's a big backyard. Mm-hmm. So I'm out, you know, I'm out in the backyard. I fire the thing up, and I'm hovering the thing. And, dude, the thing, like, I don't even know what happened. Dude, it loses control on me. hits the ground. Now, mind you, this thing's got wooden blades on it, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay? So it hits the ground. Blade shears off. Dude, it goes, hits, it sticks into the house. Oh my god! <laughs> oh. Right by where my father-in-law is sleeping, and I'm like, "Oh shoot!" You know, and then uh, he comes out. He's like, "What the hell's going on?" I'm like, "Sorry, Bob. <laughs> Sorry about that. I didn't mean to wake you up." It's like, "What the hell was that?" I'm like, "Yeah, just go back to sleep. We'll talk about it later." <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, oh yeah. So it was. Uh, yeah, you know, I was like. 19, I could do this. I mean, come on, man. This yeah. is easy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that lasted about 30 seconds. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, boy. So, uh, so do you only fly helis or do you do fly planks or multi-rotors? Uh, I did dabble into the multi-rotors for a little bit. Just, uh, it's just not for me. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's just kind of boring. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, planes, I do, uh, I do fly planes, uh, I haven't flown a plane in a while, but um, I was flying planes like a couple years ago, like um, all foamies though. Yeah, um, yeah, cool. You know, not yeah, nothing crazy, just foamies. Um, you know, just uh, it was it was kind of weird because I used to fly them like in between like helicopter flights because it just it's it's so much more relaxing. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that. Yeah, so you know, I would fly a helicopter flight. Now, you know, mind you, I'm still new at it and stuff. You know, so my legs are shaking like a leaf on a tree while I'm hovering the damn thing. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and then after I would be done with that, I'm like, oh, whew, I'm sweating. You know, and I'm like, all right, hold on, let's take this airplane up and you know, fly this airplane for 11 minutes around. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but um, nice. yeah, so I dabbled into pretty much everything. So, what are you gonna tell Anthony that multi rotors are boring as hell? <laughs> Oh, dude, <laughs> Mr. Garcia. <laughs> uh, he's dude. He's killing me, dude. I I actually just talked to him what like a week ago. Uh-huh. I think it was like a week ago. 
And I'm like, uh, how's those helis coming? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> what is wrong with you, dude? <laughs> yeah, he, and you know, he he said he's gonna make a a valiant effort and you know, yeah. fly some helis again. Yeah, yeah, that's what he told me too. But I haven't seen yeah. anything yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, he told me. Remember, what was it last year in the fall? He told me um, I'm gonna get my stuff together and dust it off and start flying again in the fall. And I was like, well, dude, it's fall. <laughs> yeah. I can remember saying that to him. <laughs> I mean, I, I hate to rip on the guy when he's not here to defend himself, but yeah, but that's okay. He has no okay. defense now. <laughs> yeah, right. He can't defend right. himself. He right. walks up, punches me, and we're all good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's that. Um, it, you know, it's actually kind of funny about Anthony. I met him up in Rochester uh, uh, back in 2015, I think it was. Yeah. Yep. Probably. Um, yeah. So I, I I met him up there, and then we got talking, and he actually works for a cable company as well. Yep. Um. So we actually became really close friends. Like, um, he got married a few years ago. Like, you know, I drove down to, uh, you know, drove down there and, you know, for his wedding and stuff like that. I was invited to his wedding. You know, I've been at his house. I don't know several times. You know, mm-hmm. and um, really, really, really great guy. Yeah. He he's awesome. Yeah. He's yeah. Absolutely awesome. The first time I heard about you know Ron, you is is through him because he was like, yeah, I got this friend out of Connecticut. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I bought his Goblin Five Hundred or something off. I think you sold yeah. him your your first yeah. uh, V One Goblin Five Hundred. Yep, which yep. he still regrets this day to selling that. Yep, yep. But, um, yeah, yeah. Right. He's a good dude, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see here. Next question I got is okay. So this this could be a long one. Um, Kevin, you you and I can go out and you know go go grab a drink. Go you know. Yeah. You know, we don't we don't smoke cigarettes or anything anymore, but oh, we did, did you know, we can do that. Uh, you know, bathroom break, you know, have dinner, and then we'll probably come back in and probably be around the time that Ron would be done. So, Ron, what do you have in your fleet? <laughs> uh, well, okay, so uh, obviously... Give us obviously, a rundown. Give us a full rundown, man. All right, so obviously... <laughs> Obviously, you guys know that I fly for SAB. I'm the team manager for SAB. So, obviously, we'll go into that later. But, um, so, I mean, obviously, I'm only flying SAB stuff, uh, you know, right now. Um, I actually, to be honest with you, the only thing non-SAB that I currently own that's not even flyable is my T-Rex 700 Nitro that kind of has sentimental value to me. So, it's not going anywhere. Sure. So, but other than that, uh, it's pretty much all SAB. And how many? <laughs> yes. Wow. I think I can look at my phone. Let me look at my account. My, uh, so my account says I have 38 registered goblins. So, oh, my God. And they're all flying, right? So they're all with electronics and videos um, and all that stuff, right? I currently have one right now that doesn't have anything in it. It's built. It's an airframe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just got my 770 yesterday, Ooh. but other than that, yes, every other one of them is flyable except for my fireball that I dumped thumbs into the ground, which I, it's almost back together. Okay. But yes, everything else is flyable. That's wow, man. That's Neos, servos, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The full works. Yeah. Yeah. Like everything ready to go. Oh, that was going to be my next question. Are V bar or what your radio is? So you have 38 neos wow do the math <laughs> don't no, do the math <laughs> i don't want to do the math 
<laughs> wow, dude, that's impressive. Yeah, it's uh, uh, my wife says I have a problem. And Kevin so, says you might have a problem. I, I, I think ninety-five percent of the world thinks you have a problem. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we're only joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. See, uh, Steve, it gives you something to shoot for. No, <laughs> number thirty-eight. I, I cannot. I cannot swing that. No way. You know, I'm actually like, like happy where I am at. Like, okay, I have, I have enough helis. You know, I can fly. So I'm okay. My other question, I guess, is are they hiring at the cable company? Um, no, you don't want to. No, no, I don't think you want to work at my cable company anymore. It's changed hands, and it's not really a good place to work anymore. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not moving to Connecticut. I, I don't blame you. I wouldn't either. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so um, I have a lot of parts, too. Uh, I stock like quite a bit of parts. So, 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 so Okay. Fireball, you have what? One, two, three, one. I have three fireballs. Three fireballs. Any mini comments? Uh, one. Okay. Goblin three eighty. Six. Holy shit. <laughs> okay, wait. How about Goblin four twenty sport? Uh, two. Okay. Okay. Goblin five hundred sport. I have. I don't, I don't know if you have any V ones left either. Well, so. I actually have the USA edition and the red and white sport, and I actually have a red V one. Okay. Still. Nice. So, yeah. Five seventies? One, two, three, four. 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 Is that including the new sport or no? Uh, Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry, I forgot about that one. Five. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) How about about Goblin 630? Let's see. Do you have any 630s? That's an odd number. I have one. You do? I have one. Nice. Nice. Okay. I have one. And now, how many Goblin 700s, not Nitro, electric 700s? Not Nitro, electrics? Yeah, just electrics, and we'll go Nitro after. Mm -hmm. Uh, One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Holy moly. Twelve Goblin, like, you know, version one, version, you know, competition, you know, Black Thunder, Black Thunder T, like just yes. wow. Yeah. Okay, and then Black Nitro in six fifty or seven hundred. Yeah. Six. six. Okay. Wow. That's, a, that's quite a bit. That's twelve seven hundred. That's, that's crazy, man. And that's just electric, right? That's yeah. just electric. Yeah. It's wow. eighteen seven hundred. Eighteen hundred seven hundred. Yeah. I have right. one and one seven seventy that uh you know he's he got to put together right so. <laughs> oh, wow. oh yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I forgot about that one because it's over there in the box. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get a couple more seven seventies. You know, I know you. I know you don't like to just get one of uh, <laughs> one of each model. Well, actually, I, I actually already have a seven seventy. It was the competition, but I turned it into the um, red and black carbon one now. Oh, okay. So yeah, so that's my second seven seventy. Nice. So. So I'm. I mean, I kind of counted those as a 700, close enough. Mm-hmm. So. Nice. So I remember you telling me a little story about your SAB registration. That yes. uh, you know, you're trying to register your helicopters, and there was a cap. <laughs> there was a yeah. limit. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I was. Try- about that? <laughs> yeah. So I was trying to register. I kind of like slacked a little bit. So I had like all these helis that. I- I haven't registered. 
Sure. So I, I get up to like uh, 15 and then I go to try to register 16 and there's like no spots for 16. I'm like, what? So I reached out to uh, SAB and I said, uh, and I'm, I'm trying to register, uh, you know, a couple more goblins and I don't have enough room. And they said, uh, oh, okay, we'll fix it for you. I said, okay. So they fixed <laughs> it for me. So I go and, you know, go to register more. Well, they only put five more. So I only had 20 now. <laughs> so I reached out to them the next day and said, uh, yeah, I need more spots. And then the lady I talked to was Nancy. And she's like, how many goblins do you have? I said, a lot. And she's like, oh, how many spots do you need? I said, um, about 30 would be fine. She's like, really? I said, yeah. So, and then I just recently actually um, talked to her probably like a month ago. And now she upped me up to 50. Wow. <laughs> wow. So right now I have 50 spots. I wonder if you're, you got to be at least e- either top or top three of like the most goblins registered <laughs> ever. Uh, right? well, I mean, well, I know Stefano when I saw him in uh, OHB, mm-hmm. he uh, presented me with a uh, nice golden black canopy and boom. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, that was for having, you know, you know, a number of, uh, you know, registered goblin kits and he was as soon as he saw me, he's like, oh, my number one customer in the U.S. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Steve, we must be talking to the person that possibly could hold the world record for amount of goblins owned by one person. I think he has more goblins <laughs> in his hobby room than Florida does. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> well, it's, it's kind close. of. Yeah, it's kind of funny. That was a running joke for Bert and Kyle used to pick on me all the time. And Bert and Kyle are like, dude, you have more helis than I have at the warehouse that I have <laughs> that I have, and that Kyle has. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, I don't. He's like, oh, yeah, you do, dude. Bert's walking around the um, the warehouse counting all the helis and stuff like that. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> now that I believe. <laughs> oh, boy, that's funny. So I think we talked to Kyle Stacy. He was like, you know, I, I only have a few that he that he flies regularly that are that he calls his. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's crazy too because, like, you know, because I'm trying to like kind of better my skills right now, right? So I've only so all I'm flying right now is like my uh, my Black Thunder Sport and my Goblin Nitro uh, yeah. sport, sport. That's it. I'm not flying any other heli, but those two helis right now. Nice. So yeah, so I'm just trying to you know I'm trying to just get. I mean. You know, you know, I'm not going to be like any crazy superstar level. You know what I mean? But I mean, you know, I just want to get a little bit better than what I am. You know what sure. I mean? Yeah, you just want to progress, and uh, that's the way yeah. I look at it. It's just if you progress, just you know, ten percent every year, right? Yeah. In a couple of years, right. you'd be freaking laying right. it down, and and it wouldn't even be anything. Like it'd be like you know, because you 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 grow so gradually. Like I know for myself, you know, speaking, like I've gradually like gotten better and better, and like now, I do all the moves I used to do before that used to make me nervous. I'm just like banging them out, like yeah, yeah, right. You know? and that's right. and that's what's gonna happen. You're just gonna get more yeah. and more comfortable, and you're gonna have more moves, maneuvers in your repertoire that you'll be able to just kind of call on whenever you want. It's like yeah. let's do this, let's do that. So yeah, it'll be cool, man. Yeah, and it's kind of actually, uh, it's you know, so I've noticed like even you know, from last year to this year, like I've gotten mm-hmm. better because now. So I'm sitting here tuning my V bar a little bit more. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like it's like it seems like you know you know every year I get better. I got to retune you know retune my V bar because right. 
you know what I mean? It's just like, oh, okay, well, hold on. This is kind of slow for me right now. I don't like the way this is, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, so you're sitting there constantly tuning. And now, you know, I noticed from last year to this year, like, my numbers are completely different, you know? Right. So, you know, so so I, you know, obviously I'm getting better. You know what I mean. So it's just, but it's it's just crazy how, you know, you know, like you're flying like now and then like how it was last year. It's like wow. It's like holy cow. Like last year, I, you know, my numbers were like way down here. You know now. Sure, right. You no, know, it's like holy cow. You know, it's like you wouldn't even think about turning agility that high or whatever or your rates that high. You know, yeah. a year ago, right? Oh God, oh God, exactly, exactly. Now mm-hmm. I like my tail kind of fast, and I like yep. my agility kind of fast. Yep, yep. You know, so now I'm like, holy cow, you know. But it's just, it's kind of funny though because you know sometimes people use that as a way because they're scared, right? So you know, so if they're scared to like roll it or flip it, they're you know they'll turn their agility up really high. So. Um, so, you know, so it flips over faster, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, that's not really what you want to do, though. You kind of want to, you know what I mean? You kind of want to, like, fly it how it's meant to be flown, like, where that's, you're comfortable, you know? Yeah, right. So, but yeah, definitely. So, nice. Well, we're talking about your, your flying. So, what, what kind of pilot would you describe yourself as? I am a master 3D hoverer. No, I'm nice. like it. <laughs> um, no, I'm a big air sport guy. That's what I like to fly. Um, oh. you, you know, I like the big air sport sport mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, the 3D thing is cool. You know, I mean, I could do a little bit of it, but it's kind of like an old man 3D kind of 3D. <laughs> so, um, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, I got back in this hobby when I was 40 years old, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at that point, my eyesight was already like, oh, okay, I think I might need glasses now. You know right, what I mean? Right. <laughs> yep. You know, so, um, but. You know, you know, like I try to explain to a lot of people and I try to uh, like even kids or I mean, anybody, I always encourage them and stuff like that. And it's like, you know what? It's it's, you know, it's great, you know, to be really good and be competitive. But for me, it's a hobby. So I just want to go out there and have fun. And every time yes. I'm at the field, dude, I just smile. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. like so happy. That's you know, it, man. man. Yep. And, um, you know, but, you know, guys like Kyle Dahl and Kyle Stacy and Ben Storks and those guys, I mean, listen, I give those guys a lot of credit for being, you know, for being in the position that they're in because mm-hmm. that, dude, that's a lot of hard work and mm-hmm. that's a lot of, a lot of like every day, every day, like, you know what I mean? Almost like, okay, you know, you have a schedule, you know, I wake up at nine, I go do, you know, whatever, 20 flights, take a break, go back do 20 more flights, dude, that's. Dude, that's crazy. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, you know, like I said, kudos to them guys because those guys deserve to be where they are. And, um, you know, that's awesome for them, you know. Mm-hmm. Yo, yeah, Ron, you sure. mentioned age, man. I started, I think, when I was, well, geez, only a couple of years ago. So I not started, started in the hobby, but just started really flying helicopters a lot. And, uh, geez, I'm 50 now, man. And, you know, I, I see it as, uh, you know, I'm still. You know, my eyes aren't that bad and I'm still able to move my hands around and whatever, you know, not that yeah. 50s old or anything, but just I, I think sometimes people use that a little bit as an excuse, you know, but yeah, it, but it is what it is in this hobby. It's like, you know, it, are you in it to have fun and a good time? And if, if you're having fun doing whatever you're doing, you know, that's just the bottom line to me. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Bottom line is you got to have fun. <laughs> I love the fact that the more I fly helicopters and learn how to do certain things, like you mentioned Kyle Stacy and Kyle Dahl and, and yeah. Ben and all that, 
the more I appreciate what they can do with it, with a helicopter, you know, the more I understand it, it's not just like, it's not just gibberish, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. No, absolutely. You know, and I wasn't saying, you know, you know, that I started the hobby at 40. So, you know, know, so it's really old, you know what I mean? It's just, you know, it's, it's just, you know, I didn't start at a young age, you know, so, you know, right. so for me, obviously my reflexes aren't, aren't there anymore. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's just, you know, everything's slower for me, you know, yeah. you know, so, and, you know, and what I have to say about that is I don't like that old man 3d. It was obviously Phil. I was watching him fly and Phil's gotten really good. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? I mean, he's yeah. retired, you know, yeah. um, he can give you a billion excuses, but, he doesn't because he just goes out and flies and has fun and he's pure flipping and, yep. you know, kind of Mobius flipping back and forth and stuff yeah. with the little Goblin yeah. 380. He's killing it with that. And yeah, you guys are a little bit older than I am, but I feel like I'm probably the same shape as all you guys <laughs> of my rough 20s and whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's funny because like I just I don't know. I know my eyesight sucks. Uh, Dude, that's I, the show know. we got to do one of these days. Why not RC at all? Just totally like the crazy shit we've done. Uh, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> Ron, you want to yeah, come on back for that show? Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> but um, you know, at the end of the day, it really is how much fun we get out of it, right? And that's really yeah. what matters. Exactly. You yeah. Know? You know, we're not gonna be. We we didn't start like you know all these other guys that are. Um, Kyle, the Kyles, right? The Ben's, yeah. the Alan's, Abel's, and stuff like they started yeah. when they were a kid, and they've yeah. been flying consistently to an adulthood. While yeah. we're like already adults and settled and and getting into yeah. it, and but it's cool yeah. though because we still progress, we still get better, yeah. and that's a thing, you know. Yeah, exactly, and that's and I think to me, like you, you know, that's where um, you know, I'm like, you know, so I was always a competitive person, right? So. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, so, um, you know, I played baseball, I played football and stuff like that. I always wanted to be like really good. You know what I mean? So, you know, so, you know, so find these helicopters just because I started late, you know, and, you know, I haven't put the time in that other guys do, but I'm still determined to get better. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, it's just funny because like, like literally like the last, like probably three months, like I go out and like. I would say 95% of my flights are practice flights. Like I'm just back to the basics, you know, I'm hovering in all, you know, all orientations. I'm doing a box. I'm doing backward circuits, inverted circuits. You know, I'm just, I mean, you know, I'm back to basics and I'll do that, you know, for, you know, a couple of flights. And then I go out and kind of like reward myself and say, okay, here, just go have fun. Yeah, you know what fun. I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, and I, I've been doing this now for like three months and I, I could definitely tell like, uh, like my skills are definitely getting better. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, awesome. not even, it's not even skills. I, what I've noticed is just being more comfortable. Like you yeah. just get more yep. comfortable and you do yeah. the, the moves that you do, the maneuvers you do, you're like, that used to scare you are like, okay, yeah. comfortable right. now. You know, you can just do right. back and then you can start experimenting with those moves. And that, that's when it gets really interesting. Yeah. And so, yeah, exactly. Cool. So, uh, let's see. So what new maneuvers have you been working on? Um, accidentally or, oh. <laughs> <Either way. laughs> you know, um, so I, I've been really trying to get like my backwards, like circuits flying, like mm-hmm. down. Um, and I gotta tell you, I haven't crashed so much before in my life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. Um, 
it's I, I don't know, dude. It's like so I'm not really too much of a sim guy. So yeah. um I, I, I could be on this sim for a little bit, but I get tremendously bored. I'd I personally I'd rather go and take my chances and crash a heli, to be honest with you. So, it's so, you know, so doing those, like, it's, it's kind of crazy because I'll get three or four nice ones in a row. And then the next one is like, what, what the heck was that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, that's actually how I crashed my fireball. I was doing uh, tail circuits and I did first three of them were nice. And I think I got really cocky, and so I, so I sped it up a little bit. Yeah, right. And uh -huh. Yeah, I just I just totally dump thumbed it. You know, I just thought, oh boy, that oh oh, that, 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 oh never mind, there it goes. <laughs> you know, right? So, right. but um, yeah, that's been kind of a I don't know, dude. It's oh man, it's killing me, dude. It's just like you know, I just I can't get it. Like I can't go, you know, can't get going for like a whole battery. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. so. Um, but yeah, that's been kind of like my challenge right now, but I'll get it. Yeah. I'm determined. I will get it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So yeah, talking about sims, so you don't, you don't like to sim much? I just get very bored, dude. Mm -hmm. It's hard. Um, it's hard to concentrate, you know? It's, it, it is, you know, I tried to hold, you know, doing 10 minutes at a time thing. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, I tried music, I tried headphones on, I tried mm -hmm. noise in the background, um, I don't know, dude. It's just, I, I, I just, like I said, man, I, I would rather take it's, it's not that it's not the same. It's almost like just visually seeing the helicopter on. So yeah, I have a 60 inch TV screen, so I have mm -hmm. my sim on my 60 inch TV, yep. but it's still, it's not the same, man. It's just, I don't know, yeah. man. It just doesn't look the same. You know? It's the depth perception for me. It's like, yeah, yeah. when that helicopter just fly away a little, it's like, it doesn't yeah. look real. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just, you know, then, uh, of course, I also think, and I know this is just a mind thing, you know, it's, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, you know, you have a reset button, right? Right. You know what I mean? So, so I think that for me, I, I think that takes away a little bit of my concentration. Okay. So now I'm out there with my thunder sport, let's say, right. And I'm doing this. I'm going to be a little bit more like, you know, like sensitive on the sticks because, you know, I don't want to crash it. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, so I think I, you know, I think my concentration level will be different. Uh, it's different like in real life than it would be like on the sim. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So nice. Let's kind of go into, you know, your, your team manager and, and so let's just kind of start with that whole, like your, how did you become a team manager? How did you, um, you know, start working with Bird and, and SAB USA and Switchblaze and VK servos? Uh, well, I've been flying for Bert for, well, mm -hmm. I mean, pretty much since Bert started the team, I've always ran his BK servos mm -hmm. and, um, switchblades and to be honest with you i don't really know how it really happened you know i became <laughs> you know uh, well i became really good friends with gator okay uh-huh and you know so i was actually the team manager for rc heli hangout as well right mm -hmm. so and um and uh, you know gator was on my team uh steve i think actually you were on my team too oh and mm -hmm. kevin yep. i think you were too yep <laughs> so, yep so um you know, so so it started like with the RCA Helianga. I became really good friends with with Gator, and at the time, I think Bert was like looking for 
uh, you know, possibly like a new team manager. And I think he mentioned something to Gator and Gator mentioned me. And uh, Bert was like, no, he'll never do it. No way. And, <laughs> and, and Gator's like, I think you should ask him. He's like, I don't know, man. He's just too nice of a guy. I don't know if he could be mean if he has to. And Gator's like, oh, he could be mean. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, and I think, so I think one night I was here, Gator reached out to me and he's like, hey, you busy? I said, no. He's like, uh, hey, Bert's going to call you. I'm like, what? Now, now you got to look at it in my, you know, my perspective because I've, since I've been in the hobby, I looked up, I looked up to Bert, mm-hmm. Bobby, you know, Bobby Watts and Kyle Stacy. You know what yep. I mean? Right. Those three, you know, those three guys have been my, uh, you know, you know, kind of like my heroes. You know what I mean? Of the hobby. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. You know. So when he told me that Bert's gonna call me, I'm like, yeah, okay, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Right. Uh-huh. He's like, no, really. You know, you know, he wants to talk to you. And then, um, you know, sure enough, he called me, and you know, he talked to me, and that's um. He asked me if if I wanted to do it, you know, and uh, I said I said yeah, like immediately, you know. Yeah. And he, he's like, oh, oh, but you, you know, you don't have to answer me now. He goes, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm like, no, it's, it's okay. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> you know, and he was like, really? I'm like, yeah, you know. So um, and then I wind up calling him back a couple of days later and just tell him, yeah, okay, I'll do it. So, but um, yeah, that's pretty much, yeah, uh, yeah, that's pretty much how it came about. <clears throat> nice. nice. So, so you were a team manager of of BK first, right? Or did you kind of assume the role of like all his brands? Yeah, no, all three of them. It was just all three of them right out there. It was uh, BK, oh, Sir- yeah. Well, it was BK Servos, Switchblades, and then it was SAB USA, which was a team that wasn't even actually, you know, there yet. You know, right, uh, right. And then um, Bert and Enrico from SAB we got talking, and then um, that's when. Uh, you know, and I were talking, and then that's when I actually took over actually um, all the USA pilots in at SAB. So, I, so now I'm actually their manager as well. Right, right. Regardless of SAB USA or like SAB factory. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Damn. Man. Yeah. 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 It was. Um. It's. Uh. I don't know, dude. It's kind of like a like a dream come true to me, you know. And um. That's awesome. You know, SAB, I mean, I love their helicopters, obviously. You know, I have so many of them. You know, and Bert, um, I, I flew for Tava Servos before Bert had, you know, come out with Servos. And um, I never forget when I, uh, you know, when I heard about Bert's coming out with Servos. And I'm like, oh, my God, this guy, I love this guy. This guy's my my idol, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, yeah, yeah. so I'm like, oh, man, if this guy's coming out with Servos, uh, you know, that's it. So I remember, like, they were supposed to get released. I forgot what day it was, but. So I had like four helicopters at that time, and I, I took all my servos out of the helicopters. Like, so I and d- right dummy me, I took because I was so excited about these servos. You know what I mean? Uh huh. <laughs> so I take all my servos, you know, out of my helis, and I'm waiting for the servos to come in. So I, you know, because I, you know, obviously I pre-ordered them, and they came in, and I was just like, oh my god. This is heaven. Look at these things. They're beautiful. You know, it's like blue is my favorite color. Oh, my God. They're blue. (laughs) Right. right. You know, (laughs) so. um, But, yeah, I've always said, uh, you know, to, you know, to many people, it's like, you know, you know, Bert's a very big name in this hobby. You know, so, you know, he's not going to put his name on something that's not good. I mean, he's just he's just not going to do it, you know. So, um, yeah. So for me, it was it was like an absolute no brainer for me to switch over, you know. Um, not that I had anything, 
any problems with Futaba servos. I mean, right. you, you know, I didn't. I mean, they're they're great servos. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just you know, I'm I'm a Burt Camera fanboy. <laughs> you sure. Know? Yeah. You know, so it was like, okay, well, it's got his name on it. I want him. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know. So. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So. So being being team manager, you know, you gotta obviously there's some responsibilities with it, and and you went through a, a quite a bit of recruitment recently, right? Yeah. Let's let's talk about like you know what do you look for in a pilot? Like what what are you looking for to to have someone come join your team, or or you know for you to recognize someone to to potentially be a you know a member of your team? That's kind of a loaded question, but yeah. um. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean, I could tell you a couple of things, but there's a couple of things that, you know, I don't really like to talk about, like, you know, for, you know, just for obvious reasons. But, um, you know, I mean, I mean, mainly like, um, you know, how are you into the hobby? You know, are you involved in the hobby or is it, you know, is it something that, you know, okay, I go to fly, you know, fly at the field by myself and then, you know, you know, that's it. You know, are you involved in the hobby at all? Whether it be, do you go to fun flies Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it be, the, you know, the, do you, do you belong to a club, a flying club, you know, um, you know, that, that's cause that's kind of key in our, and, um, you know, in the industry period, you know? Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, you know, you obviously got to be involved somehow, some way, you know, cause you can't like represent our brand just, you, you know I mean? Just going out in your backyard and flying all day, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's just not going to cut it, you know? True. And so, you have to be willing to go to. <laughs> You know these events and and talk to people and just be that kind of guy, like personal right. type of guy. Right, right. I can understand well, that. Sure. Yeah. You know, and even before I was, you know, I was actually as you know sponsored by anybody. You know, I mean, I was going to like twelve fun flies a year. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, just going because it's just, you know, it's just fun. You know. So. Right. Um, you know. So. So obviously, you know, you got to be a part of the hobby. You know. Um, yeah. You know, and. You know, not just a part, you know, you know, you, you know, a big part of the hobby, you know. So, um, you know, that's, you know, that's key, uh, you know, and, you know, I, I try to look for guys that like, are you know, already fly our brands, you know, mm-hmm. because, um, I mean, I don't know how you guys are, but I know me like I, um, you know, you know, I was flying, you know, BK servos and, you know, I had, I don't even know how many sets, multiple sets, you know, you know, before Burr asked me to be on the team, you know, mm-hmm. but it's like. You, you know, I'm not the person to go jump on a team, you know, because I want the discount. You know what I mean? Right. I go on a team because I like the product, you know? Yeah. Right. So, you know, so it's like, okay, so, uh, okay, here, that's great. I got a Hobby Wing EAC, and that's great. Here, you know, we'll give you this. But it's like, well, you know, I would have to try it first. Right. You know? That's because you and I and probably Steve come from the generation where, you know, we grew up watching the Brady Bunch where they didn't want to do that commercial about that laundry detergent unless yeah. they tried it out, man. Yeah. And they didn't think it was honest to get in front of people and lie to people. Right. Right. That, you know, that, that's what that's what's always in my mind. The yeah. Brady Bunch. Yeah. You <laughs> as know, stupid as that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, though. But it's true. You know, yeah. it's just, you know, it's I mean, you know, it's just. How are you going to go out and preach about or, you know, talk about a, a product that you're, you know, you're sponsored by? If a you don't like it because it keeps breaking down, or you know b you don't believe in it, you can't. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. You can't. Yeah, you just can't. You know. So you know. So that's you know obviously a key thing as well. You know. Um, you know, and then 
I mean, flying style, I mean, you, you know, the way you fly, I mean, I, I mean, it's good to be, you, you know, a decent pilot, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you don't have to be like, you know, you know, you know, like borderline pro, you know, it's, yeah. it's, you know, um, you be you know, just proficient, right? You know, how to yeah, fly, you can still yeah. fly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not, you know, you know, it's not, you know, always about that, you know, I mean, I mean, you, you know, I do have Kyle Stacy on my team, so it's kind of like, you know, <laughs> yeah, we got that base covered so already. Covered, yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like, uh, uh, oh yeah, you know, he's like, uh, I don't know, he's, you know, I've become really good friends with that kid, and uh, he's just, oh god, he's just so awesome. Yeah. So, just great, just great people. But yeah, that's you know, that's kind of what I look at. I mean, there's more to it, but like I said, I, I kind of like to, you know, you know, keep, you know, keep some of it private, you know. Yeah. But, so, so I, I think I kind of skipped over this part. So obviously, you know, you're a team manager for BK Switch, um, SAB USA. So you're you're pretty much sponsored by these three companies. But are you, do you have any other sponsors? Um, I do. Um, I'm Hi. sponsored by Pulse Batteries. Sweet. I'm sponsored by Scorpion Motors. Nice. I'm sponsored by RC Pro Plus connectors. Of course, you have all of them. Nice. <laughs> All the ones in the United States, <laughs> <laughs> and I am sponsored by Team V. Ooh, V yes. Bros. Nice. Yeah. So, Ron, next time we get together, I got to show you my uh, 3D printed cover that I have for the RC Pro Plus connectors that I have on my 6S batteries. Oh, speaking of that, Kevin, um, I remember listening to a podcast not too long ago. I believe you had Kyle Stacy on at that time, and I think I remember. You gave me a little shout out, congratulating me for being on RC Pro Plus, uh, you know, Team RC Pro Plus. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I got these connector cover things. I gotta get, you know, I gotta make sure I get some of these to Uncle Ron. I think you would like them. I'm still waiting for him, dude. <laughs> well, I haven't seen you yet. <laughs> I missed my opportunity last weekend. <laughs> I'm like, to make it this Sunday then. I'm like, dude, you got me all excited for these covers. So I'm like, where the hell's Kevin? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you some. I'll get your address later. I can send them to you. I'm like all excited about these things. I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, I don't have any covers yet. Where the hell is Kevin? <laughs> I still don't have them either. Well, Steve, I can give them to you. I, you said you, I don't know if you even wanted them, did you? Yeah, I can use them. Okay. Especially because I run my batteries. Uh, like my positive and negatives are male and female, so they can actually, by mistake, be plugged in together. So yeah, oh, I think. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, that'd be yeah. pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> it's just a peace of mind thing for me. I, I kind mm-hmm. of, you know, I'm, I just, I'm, I'm a mess when it comes to stuff. So I just throw everything in the jeep and you know, I'm driving <laughs> home, and I'm always like, man, I wonder if those stupid connectors are touching together. <laughs> if they oh, are, I'll know. find out soon <laughs> enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's why I kind of came up with it. And printed them out, but uh, yeah, I'll, right. have to, I'll have to send them to you, or um, or next time I see you, I don't know, we'll figure yeah. them out. Cool, excited, that's awesome. So, with someone with that many helicopters, how in the hell do you maintain all those helicopters? Because that's a lot. That's a lot to like wrench on when you need to wrench. Um, you know, I love wrenching, so mm-hmm. um, I worked third shift for 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 many many years. So, um, it's actually pretty cool for me because I would, you know, work third shift and then, you know, when I get home in the morning, I get to tinker for like two hours. Everybody, you know, my daughter's still sleeping. My wife's at work. So I'm kind of by myself. So 
I kind of have like right time, like right now I'm out of work, so I have all the t- all the wrenching time in the world. But sure, mm-hmm. um, it's it's not that bad, dude. I fly goblins; they're kind of maintenance free, dude. I mean, yeah. you you know, I mean, I mean, the quality is incredible. They fly awesome, and you know, I mean, I mean, unless I dump them one in the ground, which is usually the only time I'm really wrenching on things. Mm-hmm. Um. I have like a max limit for, for like flights, so I'll like every hundred flights I change my belts, uh, regardless. Really? I don't even, yeah, yeah. Like I don't even care what they look like. Um, like literally, I'll go up to the, the heli and I'll literally cut the belt right off of it, and you know, you know, and throw it in the garbage and just replace it. I've I've always done that though, so for me, it's not that bad. I have a spreadsheet with all my helis on it. You know? Okay. Yeah, that was my next one. How do you keep yeah. track of all of them, right? How- yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have a spreadsheet. That's got to be a really long, really big whiteboard. <laughs> your hobby room. <laughs> so yeah, so I got a long spreadsheet, and believe uh-huh. it or not, in my, in my phone, in my notes, uh, I set up an alarm. Like, um, so when I, you know, when I have a certain helicopter that it gets, um, you know, like a, like around ninety-five flights, I have alarm goes off, and the alarm tells me, um, you know, five more flights, you got to change your belt. You know, so it's. I mean, it took me, I can't even tell you how long it took me to get all this set up, dude, but it was yeah, great. Sure. But, um, yeah, so I just, everything's on spreadsheets. Like, so I have helicopter, the motor, the servos, mm-hmm. speed controller, the gear ratio, my head speeds that I run, all that stuff is all in my spreadsheet and for wow. every helicopter. So I know exactly, I know exactly what gear ratio I'm running on every heli, which I mean, I have a lot of the same, like 700s, right? I have so many of them. So I, I pretty much run them all, you know, pretty much the same, you yeah. know, the same motor, the same ESC, the same, you know, same pulley. So they're all running pretty much the same gear ratio. And, I, you know, I just kind of like tinker with like, um, you know, my head speeds, you know. Um, but yeah, it's not, it's not really as bad as you think it would be for how many helis I have, to be honest with you. Right. You know. Right. So on the flip side, you have that many helis. How many battery packs do you have? Because I know, like, at least for me, each heli has to have at least four battery packs. Like, that's a minimum. So yeah. I don't know how you... I mean, obviously, you share packs, right? You, you wouldn't buy yeah four packs per 700 times 12 700 or anything like yeah. that. No. <laughs> no, I have, like... Um, I don't know. I probably have, like, probably 100 packs. Oh my god! How do you keep track of those? Like, how do you keep them storage charge and maintenance? You know, like as far as like to make sure that if you don't fly them, that they're, you know, being um, cared for. You know. Well, well, see, that's the thing. See, I always make sure I, I, uh, you know, at least put a flight on my batteries. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like every other week, whether it's just going out in my backyard and just hovering the damn thing. You know. Okay. So you know, I always make sure that you know, same thing with my nitros. Like, you know, it's like. You know, I got so many nitros. They're like, you know, because nitro doesn't like to sit. You know, so you know, so I make sure, like, uh, you know, like this past weekend, I brought three of them up there. You know, Mm -hmm. so you know, and um, I just make sure that you know, I always run them. You know, so uh, but the battery packs, to be honest with you, like, I I I have like, I have a lot of packs that are like five years old, dude. (laughs) Believe it or not. Um, and they probably have like well over 200 cycles on them, but, um, I don't really like to get rid of them because they're still good for doing like hover practice. Sure. You know, you know, I mean, I mean, yeah, they have lost power, but 
I mean, for me to go do like, you know, like a hover box practice, they're perfect. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. you know, you know, so I don't really like to throw them away if, you know, if they're still at least, you know, performing and, you know, none of them are puffed. I don't have any puff batteries. They're all, they're all, you know, great, you know, in great shape. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I have, um, I have quite the selection in batteries. So then nice. how do you choose which model to take with you to the field next yeah. week? Or, you know, do you have that on the spreadsheet <laughs> too? Or are you just like, oh, I'll fly that one again? Or Um, well, no. Well, right now, because I'm kind of like focused on getting better. So I'm only flying the two, right? So, oh, right. Mm-hmm. Right. you know, so yeah, which of the two, like, because you have so many of six nitros, so which of the six nitros do you fly? You know, um, you bring? Well, so now, so now my Thunder Sport is my kind of like my baby to fly right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my Thunder Sport electric and my Thunder, uh, you know, my Goblin, nitro. Mm-hmm. you know, Nitro Sport. Those are kind of my two, um, you know, my two go to guys right now. Um, those are my, are my like everyday ones that I just go out and fly. And if I crash them, I have so many parts for them. It doesn't really matter, you know? Um, but before, I don't know. I was just kind of like, it's, it's funny that you say that Kevin, cause I would like, like, okay. Like a few years ago, I was going up to Rochester for the fun fly and I was like, all right, what am I going to bring this year? And mm-hmm. I just kind of, so I kind of stand in this, you know, in the center of my room and I kind of look around. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> kidding you know the what? candy store. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I haven't flown this in a while. We're gonna take this guy. 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 Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Let's get the battery charged. That's it. <laughs> so nice. it's just, yeah, it's just the kind of, uh, I don't know. Just look around and see which one I want to fly that day. You know. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah, it's um, you know. You know, when I first started the hobby, I wasn't really, like, fortunate. I didn't have a lot of funds. And, you know, so I, I kind of, like, I struggled, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I've been blessed with a great job and a very, very, very understanding wife. Yeah. Um. So, you know, so it kind of, like, I don't know. Plus, I'm a collector, dude. I like to collect things, you know. So. Yeah, I hear you. You know, so, like, I have, I got four Kyle Stacy editions, you know, you know, 700s. And, you know, they, they really don't get flown, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I have other, other 700s that had the three bladed head and tail on it that I do fly, you know? So, you know, so it's like, okay, these are my babies. Cause Kyle signed this canopy. So this one's right. not going anywhere. Right, you got you know? shelf Queens. Yeah. You know? So, but you know, you know, everybody's like, you know, I don't know why you have shelf Queens. I'm like, because I can do, because it doesn't. I don't know, do it because it doesn't really bother me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, um, you know, it's like, you know, my bills get paid. You know, there's food on the table. You know, it's like, okay, yeah. so yeah, yeah, you're not struggling because of your no, hobby, right? No, so. no, you know. So yeah. it's like, you know, you know, well, why, why not? not? Yeah. You know, why not? You know, well, because it makes me happy. You know what I mean? Yep. So exactly. Yeah, but nice. So let's now move it over to the top ten shotgun round. All right. All right. <clears throat> okay. So I don't know if I'm going first or second because I never go first or second. So <laughs> all right. So you're gonna you're gonna happening. go you're gonna go second because you've been going first the last couple of times. Okay. <laughs> all right. So so these are questions for you, Ron, because okay. we've had guest hosts. We'll ask a question and it'll just be silence because they don't know <laughs> we're doing it for them. But so yeah. Uh, so we're gonna do uh, just Spitfire like ten questions, and it's kind of yeah. you know one or two word answers. All right, so let's. Uh, I'll start it off. 
Pinch or thumb? Thumb. Nitro or electric? Nitro. Uh, 570 or 700? 700. Do you know what a fly bar is? I do. Have you flown a fly bar? I have my old t- my old T Rex seven hundred Nitro was a fly bar. It's a it was a fly bar kit. Nice, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, sport or three D? Sport. Okay. Strap or strapless? Strapless, baby. Strapless. <laughs> <Nice>. All right. <laughs> cordless or brushless servos? Ah, cordless. Okay. Wait a minute. Cordless or cordless? Cordless. 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 Okay. Uh, fuselage style or pot and boom? Uh, fuselage style, because that's what a SAB would be. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Full fuse. Yeah, that's what we call full fuse. Yes, definitely. 6S or 12S? Oh. We're going to have to go with 12S. Mm hmm. And the last question is Urcha or smaller events? Smaller events. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I got a question for you, Ron. The um, 700 Nitro that you had that was a fly bar, back in those days, what kind of gyro would you Would you just use a regular gyro on a Nitro? Did it make a difference? Like, what would you use? I was using the Futaba uh, 701. It was a gyro combination governor. Mm-hmm. Um, it okay. actually, it actually looks kind of like what, like, um, the external sensor looks like on the V bar, right? Mm-hmm. So it looks just like that. It's kind of like the same kind of size. Um, yeah. Okay. That, yeah. That's what I used. I just didn't know if with a nitro heli, you know, it never crossed my mind, uh, about the old fly bar helis, whether or not yeah. there was a difference in gyro that you used nitro versus electric. No, no, no. but. There was a difference in how you mounted the gyro, though. Yes. A lot of folks used to do different tricks, yeah, because Nitro's had inherently, obviously, has more vibrations. Yes. So there's some tricks to that. Yes. Uh, back on that helicopter in the day when I was running new Futaba stuff, I would do, um, I would do a Futaba foam pad, which is kind of a thicker pad, but a more mm-hmm. uh, kind of like a almost gave you like the free floating feeling, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would use a pad and then um, a metal plate and then a pad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sandwich. Yep. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 That's the way I used to run that on that machine. So Interesting. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it flew really good. I mean, do I miss Flybar? No, absolutely not. Because it's such a pain in the butt to set up. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just, you know, you know, if it wasn't for the setup, I would say, oh, man, I would love to have one. But it's just a setup. It's just ridiculous. It's just too many more links, and it's just too much. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know. Okay, so let's uh, move it to news and announcements. Okay, news and and announcements. I don't know (laughs) if I should do it or not. (laughs) All right. Uh, I'll just do do them both. There you go. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Okay, so what do we got? Well, I wrote Motion RC is ramping up, and the reason I wrote this is because that also between Chris Robert and the, the the scale 450 helis that they've been offering higher upgraded options for some of their jets primarily the freewing f4 phantom you can get in a 90 mil 8s setup 
And have Ooh. you seen this video, Steve? No. This thing is huge to begin with, and it is moving. It's moving out. You got to go, go on their website one of these days and just check yeah, out the check the, it out. the video. It's it's amazing how fast this thing whips down the flight line. And then they're offering some 3D printed upgrades for it. Um, you know, nozzle sets and just just silly little things. Um, but I I think that's pretty awesome that you know they're offering up different types of stuff like 3d printed stuff and and upgrades Mm -hmm. like that you know they're not just saying here's the model have fun everybody's is the same you know if you want to get ballsy you know you can throw 8s setup which is unheard of i i i never heard of it that's why i'm saying it right right (laughs) into something like that man that's that's that big and uh you know that quick man it's it's crazy yeah no for sure that's awesome man so when you get in one um I was just gonna ask that <laughs> after my divorce goes through, probably no. Um, uh, you know, three ninety nine. Like, she doesn't need to sign anything. They're um, <laughs> they're they're four ninety nine. It's funny how you bring that up all the time. Um, this is my wife brings it up all the time. Oh, okay. <laughs> she, you know, joking around, but she's like, "I'll put in a divorce. I don't even need your signature for three ninety nine because you see it in like the ghetto, right? You see what the signs say, like, we'll divorce you for three ninety nine. Don't need those three chairs, nothing." <laughs> so like Earl Shive, I'll divorce any cult couple. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Basically. For nineteen ninety five, you know. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, uh, I was on Motion RC, and you know, just. The more I hear about it, like the more I'm like, you want it? No, the, the more I hear about Motion RC, you know, like I, I hear about them on other podcasts. I hear about them, you know, uh, and and to me, I'm like, wow, they're not really just sticking the planes or just pushing out like, like I said, the model and saying here, you know, deal with it. This is what you got. Uh, I love the fact that they're giving you little upgrades and that they're into the helicopter stuff too, a lot of the scale stuff. So it's pretty cool, man. No, for sure. Yeah, they're definitely uh, up in their game, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's what it awesome. Seems like. uh, so I do have a, an announcement, and it's, an, it's a correction from last episode um, where I was oh talking boy. about the Mikado ID tags and the Revelatrix bump charger system. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> our friend Ed, you know, texted me after he heard the episode. He's like, no, I never said that. I said this. <laughs> so I got confused. So my fault. Um, the Mikado ID tags will not work on the bump, but the yeah. bump tags will work on the Mikado. And I've tested it today and confirmed it firsthand. It is true, you know. So the, I'm basically taking all the Mikado ID tags off and using the bump controller tags. So, yep, thanks Ed for uh, you know correcting me on that. And obviously, you know, you know we we make mistakes. We're human. So if, if I do make a mistake or we make a mistake on something, you know, definitely let us know. Correct us. We uh, we love to hear from you. Yeah, because you had said that Mikado is not releasing their card information and that Rev Electric is reading the Mikados, but. Mikado's not reading the Rebel Electric or something like that, I think is what you said. Uh-huh. And, so what, uh, it, what it comes down to was actually at their NFC, you know, um, I guess chips. Yeah. And and it's, it's, it reads it. The, the problem is, is the Mikado tag is just a plain like RFID tag, right? So it just gives out a signal, just gives out a serial number, basically, so that the Mikado ID system can read it. Um the Mikado, the uh, Revelatrix bump charger, the uh, bump controller, it needs a little bit more information just than an RFID 
tag. So it's an NFC tag that has a little more information that could be programmed in it. And it needs all that extra information for it to read. Without it, it just comes up as an error. Okay. Uh, so that, uh, that kind of explains why that the bump controller tags work for both the bump, obviously for the bump charger and also for the Mikado because it can just send an RFID signal or it can send an RFID signal plus other information. That's how your basic card reader works, being pretty knowledgeable about that kind of stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you have your straight up cards that just store the, the serial number on, and then you have intelligent cards that could store a lot more than just the serial number on it. Right. Or their, whatever their card number is. Yes, exactly. So, so that's, that's the difference. Cool, and that's why the, uh, bump tags, which in my opinion, I kind of like them over the Mikado ID tags and purely, because they're thinner and they're smaller. Oh, and well, I just kind of, yeah. you know, I just kind of like that. Like, and, you know, I suck them on and, you know, I would have to put like tape because on, on the way to Black Thunder, um, the Black Thunder T line, uh, battery tray system where you have the sliding tray, um, it used to get stuck on the frame a little because the Mikado ID tags are just like the RFID tag with like a double sided Mikado tape and then. You know, it's stuck onto your battery. And what would happen is it would get stuck. It would get, like, between the frame and uh, the tag. So what I did is put a piece of tape on it so it kind of kept it as, like, a, you know, like a little cover wrap so that it wouldn't get stuck anymore or wouldn't get caught in that. Where um, are you putting the tags? On the side, on the side of the batteries. Oh, I put mine all the way on the back. You know what oh, I mean? Like, like on the backpack, right? Like on the yeah. bottom? Yeah, yeah. It, I, I have mine on the side because my ID tag reader is on the side of the heli. So. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. So, right. so I have them on the side. You know, you know how on the goblin, like it has like that open area yeah. in the back part. Oh. So I have it kind of open, like going across that on the bottom yeah, corner of that open window. So that way the tag can, you know, be seen or, you know, just no interference of carbon fiber so it could be read. Yeah, gotcha. So, um, so, you know, the, the placement was, was fine, like, but yeah, I noticed that it was like, every time I did, I like, I'd, I'd be ripping tags off <laughs> because they stick out. And unless I put tape on it, it doesn't have like a little, I guess, a glo- you know, uh, a guide that I could kind of slide over it so it doesn't catch the tag. Right. Um, but the bump tags are nice and small and they're, they're very flat. So they mount very flat on the battery. And it seems like they work fine without me putting any type of tape or anything extra on it. So. Nice. So yeah. So correction from last episode, and so hopefully I didn't confuse anyone, and hopefully no one went out and bought like a hundred Mikado ID tags. Hey, good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing? Hey, yeah. Good morning. Ah, good morning. <laughs> good morning, Joan. Who knows? Yeah, okay. What is that? <laughs> I, I go on Facebook and uh, I guess Bobby Wire, uh, you know, Bobby Watts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Video or something. I'm like, oh, <laughs> play. Hell's going on here? Nice. You got Bobby on the show now. <laughs> <laughs> we do need to get Bobby Watts on the show. He's been doing a lot of cool videos on, uh, you know, his Bob um, Watts innovation stuff. Yeah, definitely need to get him on. Nice. Cool. All right. Uh, is there any other news and announcements? Well, there's an announcement that I have. Oh no! I was going to save it for uh, website comments because it came in uh, to our email. But I might as well throw it up here. Our buddy Kyle Schneider sent us a um, email saying, "I wanted to send you guys a flyer for his uh, air show fun fly coming up July 28th and 29th, and asked if we could make any an announcement and huh? maybe show yeah. up. I don't know. Um, it's the 2018 Aerorama, the Tuscarora RC Flying Club Air Show, and it's uh, July 28th and 29th, and it is at the 
Tuscarora State Park, uh, 70 Foothill Street, Barnesville, PA. Nice. So is this a fun fly or is this like, like an air show, air show, like with full scale? Uh, I believe it's just a fun fly. Okay. I, I don't know. Uh, let me read the rest of his. Maybe it's both. Maybe no, it just says it just says RC planes, drones, prizes, food, car show, twenty ninth only, free admission both days. Nice, nice. Can't yeah, beat that. Think, it's uh, freaking free. Yeah, definitely. Try to make it out there. Yeah, sweet. I don't All know right. how far that is, but uh, yeah, good to hear from Kyle. And the other announcement I have is yeah. that the Freefall RC podcast is having a Helifest. Did anybody yes. even know this? I don't know. When is it? Um, what is it? I don't even know. When is it? It's, uh, <laughs> it's July 7th and 8th. It's July 7th and 8th. Yes. Two-day event. And you can register on RC Flight Deck? Yeah, <laughs> RC Flight Deck. Definitely. Go check it out. There's uh, Just look up Free 4 RC Podcast, and you'll, you'll, it'll come up. Um, you know, We're taking pre-registrations. We're not taking any money through RC Flight Deck. Register, and you basically pay um, later. At the, uh, at the event. So just pre-register. Even if, you know, you're not 100% sure, it's good for us to get some type of, uh, headcount so we know kind of what to plan for as far as parking. And, um, uh, you know, we, we are going to provide lunch one day from, from the club. So we, we need to figure out, like, if we're going to, you know, what kind of food order we need to put in and stuff. So the pre-register, especially if you plan on camping or staying, um, overnight in an RV, you know, um, yeah. we, we definitely need that information prior to the event. So if you get that, you know, pre-registration going and we'll go from there. And we do have a couple of people doing that. Yeah, we do. So Which it's awesome. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's next for you in the hobby? What's next for you, Steve? Let's see. So, yeah, I got, I'm going to make a couple of videos for the, uh, the new charging case I got. So I do have an unboxing video that I've, uh, filmed that I need to edit and add some, you know, voiceovers or comments or you know titles and maybe some music or something like that in the background you're gonna add buckethead like i did to mine sure yeah no not bucket <laughs> but something usually I've, I've been really into trivia um trivium and uh inflamed those in two bands flames. yeah i've been into those i think they're like sorry <laughs> 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 Anyways, uh, yeah, so, you know, I've been kind of adding those, uh, those songs in my videos and, and I, I know, I know, I get, I, I see the comments on YouTube and a lot of people are like, stop with the audio, can't hear you talk over the music. So usually whenever I'm talking, I'm going to try to cut the audio completely out and then fade it back in when, um, when I'm not talking or if it's just video and stuff like that. So see, now I get the opposite. I get the comments. Would you just shut up <laughs> and fly or just shut up yeah, and drive yeah, that right? car? <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, funny but i so, didn't think youtube's filter would pick up on buckethead yeah and, uh, yeah did it and i was right no oh did it so you didn't get no wmg like you know whatever privacy uh crap no. i don't know okay <laughs> nice ah <sighs> i got i gotta work on the uh the black nitro a little i did i did put that new um grommet in for the fuel tank so i clean up the fuel tank and put that in there and that that's holding good but i i got that uh i got actually from ron this past weekend a little uh return spray for oh, right yeah yeah for that. the throttle so so i want to get that you know like i haven't tested it. i kind of got it mounted and you know without the servo being powered i can i can definitely you know let it like pull it and then it'll just spring back 
but I just, I don't know what it's gonna be like once I have power to it. Like, is the I mean, the servo is gonna be strong enough. I'm not worried about that, but just to make sure that there's no like weird behavior with having uh, some resistance on that throttle uh, on the carb itself. So, I'll give that a test. Um, cool. I gotta wait. Hopefully, uh, switch will come in with uh, those blades. I need to. I want to get some blades ordered for the Oxy three and the four. You know what I gotta do? I have a pair of switch night blades and tail blades, uh, night tail blades. And before our fun fly, which we're gonna have night flying, which is gonna be under the lights, we're gonna have uh, Rickio's bringing his uh, construction uh, light, so we'll oh. have we'll have a floodlight there, so we can do some night flying. But you know, I want to do night flying, but I still want to have night blades on just in case if I go outside of the the floodlights. And I've never charged these things up. So I have the battery charges, like the battery packs for the night blades and stuff. And I've never mounted it. I've never done anything. They're like brand new in a package. So I need to get those charged up, throw them on a, on a heli and, you know, just like hover it, you know, and see how it, how it works, um, how it tracks and stuff like that. So one what of are these they going like, on? Uh, Black Thunder, Black Nitro, one of those two. Nice. You know? Yeah. Nice. So That's I, have my, six, uh... I have the 693s, you know. Nice. Besides that, yeah, just kind of. You know, Sunday, I think uh, we'll try to make it back up to the Diamantes again. I know they're going to have another get-together this Sunday. So, Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. You should make it. Uh, you should try to make it, Kevin. I know Sundays, you said, you know. Are, yeah, Sundays are here. tough, man. You know, but um, it's, it's very good times. Did you, you see that video? Did you see the video that I posted? There was a, a full-scale biplane that took off, too. I did see that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah. And so what time do you guys get at that field? They so they usually get there around eleven twelve. Um, they yeah. usually start at twelve. I think it's it's more for the neighborhood to like not have these you know loud jets and and helicopters making noise you know too early in the morning. Um, yeah. but yeah, usually twelve, and I leave at like I I try to leave at around five o'clock, so I get home around seven. I think I left at six last time, and I got home at eight eight fifteen, which isn't bad. You know, two hours and fifteen minutes from there. Okay. Um, you know, so. Uh, definitely it was I'm, good times and definitely recommend if you can make it to come. Yeah, I might be able to make it up, but I might have to leave at like two to get to the family at like four, which I don't care. I can do that. Yeah, that'd be great. You know, um, cool. All right. So what about you, Kevin? What are you going to, what do you got going on? Well, I got the PC in the garage working and I routed all the stuff down round kind of about a 15 foot. HDMI cable. And the reason I, I put in this PC together is like I said on the last show, I've been using a laptop and it's super old. It's like 10, 15 years old and it's really slow. It doesn't even run some of the 3D programs that I have open and stuff. So I'm probably going to continue on with that. I'm, I might get a USB hub. I still don't know whether I'm going to do, I'm going to mess around with, I have a, a, a Raspberry Pi. I'm going to mess around with OctoPrint for mm-hmm. the 3D printer that I built. And because uh, right now I'm uh, until I did all this, I'm still running it off of the USB, which was working great. Sure. Yeah. But um, I'd like to do it wireless because uh, I think it, it just will be a lot neater. You know, I won't have to route stuff around and all that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to be cleaning up the shop, man. Just clean and clean and clean. And I've been I've been like bin crazy, like trying to label bins and get all my bins stacked up and ducks in a row and all that good stuff. Nice. But But I also want to finish that damn 3d printed airplane man and try and get a maiden in soon uh what's going on for your 690 i know you had some one-way issues you didn't fly it last weekend but um 
did you get a chance to kind of do anything with that? No. Uh-uh. Okay. If I just have wheel bearing grease, I mean, should I use that or should no. I wait for the stuff that you have? I'd wait for the one wheel bearing grease just to make sure you're using the proper stuff. Yeah, then I'll, I'll just do that. Okay. I don't well, even use grease in my one ways. I use oil. Trifla oil. Do you have okay. trifla? I, no. The Me? smelly stuff, the good smelly stuff. I I, do, I love the way <laughs> trifla smells. I don't know what's in there, but. I never pro- use grease on my one ways. Never. No. No, 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 no. Well, one-way one bearing oil, though, right? Like, I mean, I think tri-fluid is very similar, if not probably the same thing with a nice fruity scent to it. Tri-flow is, yeah, that's all I use in my one-ways. I just freaking douse it in there, and with the goblins, you can still really get to the one-way, kind of. like mm-hmm. Yeah, you you with a little. Like, yeah, yeah with, it, with a little needle point, but. Yeah, a little yeah. pipette thing, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never use grease in the one ways. Grease, I don't think, is too good in the one ways. It, it doesn't really, because it doesn't get hot enough to like melt it per se. You yeah. know what I mean? So the grease doesn't really like absorb into the, you know, the one way. You know what I mean? Right, right. So anything okay. else uh, you got going on, Kevin? No, that's it, man. Okay, what about you, Ron? What you got going on there? What do I got going on? Well, I have a seven Goblin Seven Seventy Sport to build. I got to finish up my uh, 570 sport, which I'm just waiting for one thing. And I have Goblin Nitro number five that I'm building. Uh, <laughs> Goblin Nitro number six. Goblin Nitro number six is still in the box. So. Uh, and this uh, is all um, <clears throat> you put uh, all, all 105s in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. I have. Well, I got four brand new 105s, and they're burning a hole in my draw over here. They need to be used. Jeez. So, wow. Yeah, so I decided that I think I need to keep buying heli uh, Goblin Nitros until I can use all these engines up. <laughs> I like the way you think. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to build that, and mm-hmm. I'm actually going to, now that you mentioned Nightblades, I'm actually going to turn my Goblin 700 competition into my nightbird. Nice. I've never had a nightbird before. Uh-huh. And I always wanted one. And I have a set of night blades, manes and tails, and I just never used them. They're sitting on the shelf because uh I never had a night uh you know, nightbird before. So, yeah, I'm going to get that thing going. Nice. So, I'm kind of excited about that. I uh yeah, should be fun. Cool. That's that's pretty much all I got going on for the hobby. I got to finish building a pallet bed. Yep. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's it. That's it for nice. me. So Awesome. Steve, I want to throw out there a question to our listeners. Um, yeah. Since I came across the um, – so, so while I was cleaning up, I kind of opened up the Corsair that you gave me. The, the It's a the balsa, balsa kit. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it, checked it out, and it looks very, you know, balsa-y. And I don't really know, <laughs> <It's all balsa. laughs> I don't really know anything about building uh, any balsa planes. So if any of our listeners has any experience, Chris Breams, in building mm-hmm. a balsa plane and want to give me any tips or, or anything I can, you know, look out for, uh, let me know, man. Definitely let me know. Comment on Facebook or on the freefallrcpodcast.show website. Yeah. I bet you need a lot of glue. I <laughs> need glue, yeah, and kicker. <laughs> 
yep. a lot of a lot of thin CA. That's where you, where you use a lot of CA on on these kits is thin CA. You and you know obviously you're gonna use medium too, but um, you wanna you wanna basically when you're building your joints like when you know wood touching wood, you wanna make sure it's like a tight fit, but not bowing any pieces of wood. You know what I mean? Like just right, so that way you could. Basically, soak the two pieces of wood with thin CA, so it soaks in, and it becomes a hard bond. Like it basically melts them together almost. So. Yeah, cool. Yeah, man, cool. It's good. And I know you're supposed to listen to easy listening or classical. You're not supposed to listen to heavy metal only because <laughs> <laughs> you might get into it too much. And the balls will be flying all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Just to, that's what would happen in my garage. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, I want to thank you, Ron, for taking the time to come on our show. Yeah, oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was waiting for the call. I knew it would be sooner or later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> no, yeah, it was awesome, man. It was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anytime, man. Anytime to talk about this awesome hobby, man. Mm-hmm. I'm here, man. Definitely. And Ron, thanks for everything you do for the hobby too, man. I know yeah. your name goes out there, and we all like kind of say, you know, jokingly, Uncle Ron, but you definitely are, man. Uh, you're like the the Godfather or the uncle of the of the hobby, man. We, I personally hear a lot of stories that probably you know only you know about, and then that person, you know. But uh, it's it's great. It's great to hear that kind of stuff, you know. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Sure. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's uh, it's what I love, man. It's, I mean, that's the bottom line, you know. Nice. It's, um, you know, if I have it, I'm not using it. You can have it. That's, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, and that's uh, that's pretty much where it is, man. You know. I mean, nice. You know, even at fun flies, that's what we do on fun flies, right? You know, if somebody mm-hmm. crashes or somebody needs something. Oh, here. Oh, how much do I owe you, <laughs> dude? Just get your heli in the air, dude. Yeah. Right. Go fly yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean. I, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I don't care about the five bucks or ten bucks, you know, yeah. just go fly. That <laughs> was the amazing about. story that Darren told on the last podcast Yeah, about his 800. You know, the guys came up and bought him blades and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you could really hear it in his voice, you know, that yeah, he was awestruck that was, was moved by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Story. No, it's yeah. It's awesome, man. It's that's yeah. uh you know, that's one of the things about the hobby that I like, too. You know how many friends I met? Like you guys, even you guys, you know, I became really good friends with you guys. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, the friends that I've made in the hobby is just, oh, my God, man. It's just, yeah. it's, it's you know, it's just crazy. You know, it's just great people. Just great people, man. You know? Yeah, totally. For sure. Yep. Yes, indeed. All right. So if any of our listeners have any questions for you, Ron, or want to ask you something, how would they do that? You could get a hold of me on Facebook. I don't mm-hmm. really know if I have a Facebook email or anything. Uh, it's possible I do, but I don't know. But anyway, Facebook. Look, yeah, look you up on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Facebook. That's probably the best way to get a hold of me. That's it. I mean, if uh, you need help or whatever the case may be, I mean, I'm very free about giving out my phone number. So uh, my phone number is probably plastered all over Facebook anyway. <laughs> so, um, you know, so, I mean, whatever. If you need to reach out to me, phone call or messenger or whatever. But. Facebook's definitely probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. Nice. Awesome. All right. All right. Are we ready to wrap it up? Ready. Ready. All right. Let's wrap it up. Wait a minute. I'm not ready. All right. Now I'm (sighs) ready.
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I used to pull that stuff all the time. When I was in school, oh, my God. I would have teachers laughing with me one minute and then throwing me out of their class. The next <laughs> uh, I forgot something for news and announcements. Oh, no. I was waiting for this to happen. Yeah. Do you want to edit it back in or do you want to just leave it? Send it. Send it. Okay. You know where the kids are getting that from? And they're Canadian tuxedo socks. dude. Uh, no, from Siri. When you talk to Siri and say, send, you know, text Steve, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. She says, okay, should I send it? And then you, you say, send it. <laughs> so Siri uh, is raising your kids. Nice. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, so this, this is something I, I should have put news announcements and, it's not news that I really like, but you know it is news nonetheless, and it has to do with the podcast. So I've gotten a lot of you know questions, you know, um, private messages primarily uh, through Facebook asking, you know, so what's up with Fred? Uh, so yeah, I mean, I guess we should officially announce it that uh, Fred is no longer going to be on the show. He, you know, it's it's just a lot of a lot of commitment, a lot of you know time that's taken to do the show and it's just it's not really working out for him so you know he's taking a little leave of back absence now so yeah yeah i mean you should add also you know just like everybody else we've had you know jeff mm -hmm. nick and chris roberts always welcome chris mm -hmm. not fred anybody yeah. that's ever been on the show even you Rhonda, anybody that's been on the show you're always welcome back on the show yes to, to come on and have a good time i mean yes that's what it's all about yeah absolutely yep. yeah yeah, I'm down. You know, we're always welcoming, um, you know, previous hosts, however you want to do, guest hosts that are on the show, definitely. Um, yeah, and, you know, it's, you know what it is. It's a lot of folks they they come thinking like, you know, they want to do this, and and they don't really notice like the amount of commitment that it takes to do this weekly show. It's a lot. It yeah, really yeah. is, you know. Yeah. So, I was kind of uh, happy when you guys told me Bert wasn't going to be on here today. Oh <laughs> <Hell> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was Why? Uh, because because sometimes but he's a, you, well because sometimes he's a cranky boss. So. <laughs> well, and he doesn't listen to the podcasts that are two to three hours long. Yeah, either. so we're we're over that. two hours now, so you're okay. <laughs> he won't listen to us. <laughs> he, I don't know if he's going to be able to handle hanging with us for that long. Well, no, no, no. Maybe. Uh, uh, we'll yeah, we'll see next week. <laughs> No, no. So it's funny because Bert was, you know, I, I I spoke to Bert about coming on the show, and you know, originally I was like, maybe I should have him come on this episode, but I didn't think it would be fair for you, Ron, to to have Bert on the show just because uh, I want to have Bert, Kyle, maybe Gator on the show to talk more about like the SAV USA side, the yeah. uh, you know their Italy trip and stuff like that. But I didn't want to take away of like our listeners getting to know Uncle Ron, so that's why I was like, no, let's yeah. see if I could push them back a week. Um, you know, we yeah. can everyone can get to know you and and not be kind of not that it'd be washed out, but like yeah, you know, we'd be talking about so much stuff that we wouldn't be able to concentrate on like your history and your experiences. So yeah. you know, I wanted to make sure that I gave you that fair chance of uh, nice. you know. So I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So appreciate it. So yeah, I'll come. Yeah, yeah, I'll come on anytime, man. Anytime you guys want me to come on, man, just let me know. No, for sure. Definitely. Cool. Hell yeah. Oh. I'll come on anytime, man. Whenever it is. So. Sweet, sweet. All right. So let's see here. Facebook likes. 
We are at 784 total likes, and Facebook says no new likes. No, 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 no new likes. <laughs> oh, no. But big but, we have dun 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 one name. So cue the music because I will. I, I might get this name. I don't know. We'll see. All right. So we have Wes Swenson. 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 I think. Yeah. I didn't think you'd mess that one up. I don't know. I want to say. I want to say Swenson, like it was a V. But Swenson. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe maybe I misspelled it and Swanson. Nah, nah. Swanson. Yeah. <laughs> it's only one name. I gotta at least try to butcher it. I don't know. <laughs> All right. What do we got for Facebook comments? Well, I have Facebook comments on my post of my. 3D printed open RC F1 car, and uh, it was pretty cool. I'm, I got uh, some some likes, and uh, and Mike Longo asked if it was plastic tires. I told him no. I, I bought tires that were made for a Tamiya F1 car, but the rims are also 3D printed, and they were different than the stock rims that come with the kit. You, I found them on Thingiverse. I linked everything uh-huh. uh, that I used. Uh, Darren Wines, he, did I call him Wines? Yes, yes. How do you pronounce his name? Uh, we only had him on the show last episode. Wines? I can go back. No, it's Wines. It. It's Wines. Okay. Wait. I, I think we're butchering it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Darren. <laughs> but he says, "Awesome, it works." Did I glue the tires to the rim? No, I definitely have to do that. Yeah, always. Because um, <laughs> I knew it. Uh, I had, I had to, I had some shorter hardware on there and. In the video, the front wheel comes off when I went off-roading a little bit. So I just put it back in there, and I, I, I put longer hardware in after the video. Uh, I think you asked. Nice. Uh, looks good. Wonder how it handles not having any suspension. Yeah. Um, and I think I think the tires actually do a little bit up more of, of suspension than, you know, I meant to I meant to weigh it, too, to, to get the weight for the show, but I didn't. I'll have to do that along with my Vigan. Vigan. Uh, William Anthony said, pretty cool. Can you print me out an RC-10 or a Tamiya Grasshopper? No, I can't, because I'm sure they'll come after me for that. And James Cadiz said, that's just cool. So thanks, guys, yeah. for commenting. Awesome. Yeah, David Hill, our friend Hildeflyer, he posted his uh, FT Vigan Maiden on Oh, our, right. Did you right? see that? Yeah, man. He cracks me up, man. That, that Vigan's just a killer machine, like, no matter what configuration you have on mm-hmm. it. And he, he launches it wingtip launches it and yeah. it just straight out right yeah so yep. he's flying it for like a minute and a half and he's like all right I, i've i've had enough of holding my breath or something he's, he said he's yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna bring huh? it in." i started cracking up because i guess it was a little twitchy maybe his throws were up too high that's the only misleading part about putting that vegan together yeah. is you you you're like when you look at the throws that david recommends you're like eh, you know or if you're used to other planes you're like oh i know how much throws i should have Mm-hmm. But it's very deceiving. Yeah. But yeah, good job, Dave. Yeah, awesome, man. I can't wait to see him at the fun fly. Yeah, yeah, he'll be there. Got a couple of posts from or comments from my well, actually Joe Cashwell who posted the charging case that he built me. Doug Dart is a very clean but distinctive, nice choice. Yeah. Darren says it looks great. Bump charging is awesome. Frank Moradiello said it looks awesome. Robin Cohen says I can't wait to use it. LOL. <laughs> Me too. Can't yeah, wait to man. Use it. Uh, David Higgins said clean, nice. Thank you. 
Yeah, man. And I got to say, this Charger so far, it's, you know, thoroughly impressed me. Um, I do like it. I like the simplicity, the the cleanliness of the case. And I love having storage. And, and one thing that I didn't notice that he did, that Joe does with his cases, when he um, puts storage, he actually puts, like, this 3M hard uh, double-sided, not double-sided, but the, um, the Velcro, the hard side of the Velcro, the hook side. Right. He puts it, he lines the, the door and also the inside cabinet of it. So that way you can like use your, your, um, Velcro ties that like wrap around your wires and you could just use it to stick your, your connectors and your adapters and all that stuff in there. So it kind of gets them out of the way and it keeps them there, you know, keeps them from moving. That's kind of military ish in a way. Uh, they do that in a lot of packs, a lot of tactical mm-hmm. packs. Yep. They just line the whole inside with, you know, Velcro, and then just stick whatever you want. Exactly. Wherever you want. Yeah. Nice. That That's awesome, dude. So, yeah. So, it's nice for, for all your wiring and stuff. And the case is so clean. And, and you know, and, and one of the things I always check on a, on a charging case when I, you know, especially it's, uh, you know, you have your vents, right? You have your intakes and you have your exhaust fans. And, and I actually feel like I always put my hands over the intakes to see, is it actually sucking in there? Like, do you yeah. actually feel a vacuum, right? Right. Uh, of that air going in and sure enough yeah you do so you know the, that the air is flowing from the outside into your charging case into the the where your power supply and your charger is and then kind of co- comes out the uh the fans that he has so uh, absolutely definitely works awesome and yep. you know, i can't wait to get some more experience um using it i just got the uh rev electric ccs application working yeah. On iOS on, and on the bump controller, so now I can see like all the graphs and stuff. Yeah, I haven't awesome. really looked at any of that data yet because I've been trying to record video of of the case, you know. So I'm I'm actually gonna, that's one of the things I've been I'm gonna be working on, which I didn't I should mention is that um, I'm gonna show folks how to take their Mikado ID tags and how I went from Mikado ID to the Rev Electric bump charging tags, um, how I make the switch without having to reprogram my Mikado. My V control with the new battery information. I just nice. Uh, so there's like a little trick that I do, which is very, it's very common sense, but it might not be common sense for other folks. So, so I'll, I'll make a quick video on that and kind of show off uh, how I basically converted all my battery packs to that. Yeah, cool, man. Yeah, cool. Uh, right. Anything else for Facebook comments, or are we good to move to website comment? Good to move to website comments, where I don't think there's much. <clears throat> yeah, we did get one email. Um, from through the website and is from Dante Cotman says love the show just got into helicopters can you do a show on the different fly barless systems out there and he did put a comment I know you you are V-Bar users um, yes definitely we can definitely do a, you know like a, a high level overview of the different fly barless systems as far as the more modern um, more not modern ones how would I say it the, the more Regular ones that are out there, right? So the commonly used the ones. The common yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah. You got your three digits, your icon slash uh, MSH brand. You got obviously your V bar. And with V bar, there's the Silverline minis and Neos. Um, and the differences between those three. So yeah, we'll definitely do a show, uh, Dante on that. And, you know, maybe we'll, maybe see if we could get some folks in that, uh, that probably know some of the other fly brawlers units out there because i don't really know much about bavarian demon i know that's a, a, a pretty common one these days too but yeah for sure thank you for writing in and you know be on the lookout for uh, an episode about fly brawler systems all right another uh 
e- email that I saw we got was from mm-hmm. uh, Ross Cooper Smith. And uh, he said he loves the podcast. Keep them coming. And he has an idea that I'm not going to mention, but I think it's a very cool idea. And mm-hmm. we're in the works with him on a little something. Sure. Yeah, man. So thanks, Ross, for bringing up the idea. And I like it, man. Let's awesome. do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Sweet. All right. All right. So if there's nothing else, let's go move over to People Podbean. People of Podbean. Podbean? People of Podbean? <laughs> Podbean? <laughs> uh, people of Podbean. Uh, I guess I'll start with um, who's following us. My CKL01 is following us. Uh, Danger is following us. And I think I mentioned that last week. Luke Cavill, Honda R- CRX91. Musumil Bazi is following us twice. <laughs> uh, I don't know, dude. P. Della Cruza liked episode 127, Lane's Planes. PBG0F8219C liked the episode 128, <laughs> Listener Series with Darren Wines. And nice. uh, he also liked another episode, I thought, around here somewhere. No, that's a different PBG something or other. He liked Lane's Planes. So did Doug Bo. So did Jeep World 2002. Daryl RC liked an older episode of ours, uh, 108 with Pete Hoey. Holy, sorry. Yep. Um, From Horizon Hobbies. Nice. Etchog33 liked, uh, and BVGHJ liked episode 128, listener series with Darren Wines. So thanks, guys. I think I got everybody. Awesome. I'll go over to Podbean comments. Okay. So uh, we only have two comments. I think the other ones I've read last week. So BVGHJ, thanks for the shout out, Steve. I never thought I would be on a podcast, so I was all over the place, I told Jimmy. I, I was like listening a, to that one, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I was like a fat kid with ADHD <laughs> in a candy store. <laughs> nice. I've listened to the podcast for years and so much I wanted to say. I don't think I've performed like I wanted to. Well, Jericho Byrne, you could always come on our show too. So, yeah, you know, let us know. Um, you know, ping us on uh, on Facebook or however you want to do it or, or comment on here. Uh, let's see. Ten hours ago, Muse loves doing that. Just like the day that we recorded the podcast, just make a comment. He says, uh, ha Kevin, and bloopers <laughs> are amazing. Oh, Good Jesus. episode, guys. And that was for episode 128, listener series 12 with Darren Wines. Nice. Uh, iTunes review. Uh, there is nothing new on iTunes. So Darren's white, right. No one listens to the show. <laughs> well, I listen to it. I listen to it. Did you but leave us an iTunes review? Leave a podcast review. No, no, because I already did. Uh, so drop us an iTunes review. We'll read the review in the next episode. Email us at free4rc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash free4rc podcast. Check out our webpage, free4rc podcast. show. Uh, say hi to Rybert. Chris Rybert. Hi, Chris Rybert. Hi, Chris. <laughs> Flight test forums, off the field, audio and video production, other than flight test podcast, free forcey podcast, sitting next to our friends, the FD community cast. Hey, Patch on Mike and Dave. Thanks, buddy. He uh, clued us in that somebody actually does listen to the show and commented. And yes. uh, you and I both uh, returned, yes. returned comments on the forum yes. there. Yep. So uh, thanks, let's Dave. see. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Uh, RCHeliHangouts.com. Forums, RC under RC Heli Hangouts main section, podcast corner, free for RC podcast sitting next to our friends, the RC Heli Hooligans podcast. Hey, Walt Ned. And the full pitch RC Heli podcast. Jimmy 
Jones and Javier Moreno. Javier. Yeah. Live at five. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard it first here. <laughs> they love saying that. I love, I love that, that dude. See, <laughs> I know. This is so great. Darren was talking about that last episode, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Everybody brings their own little like niche to the table. For I sure. love the questions that, that the RC Heli, Heli Hooligans ask. You know, they have that 13 mm-hmm. questions. They don't do yep. it all the time, but I love when they do that. It's yep, really yep. cool. And then I love that they're the good interviewers on the full pitch, man. And, yeah. you know, what can you give us an exclusive? You know, they always want that exclusive, which is awesome. Yep. <laughs> That's great. And we don't know what we're doing over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're still just, trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Three years later, we're still trying to figure out what the hell are we doing? <laughs> all right. Well. Thanks, Ron, for taking the time again, coming on the show. Thanks, Eddie. Ron, for taking part of the time to come on the show and the other part building over there. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, well, I mean, I mean, do, I do have a lot of goblins, so I don't really use a manual to build them. So it's kind of like uh, I just get in a rhythm and just go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's how I am with the Oxys, man. Ron, you got to help me out, man. I'm still trying to convince uh, Kevin to go buy a Black Thunder sport. Uh, um, dude, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, if you buy he's, one and you he fly sold, it. Hell, he sold all his goblins. He needs to buy another one. Dude, you're done. I mean, I why? Uh, <laughs> why would you sell all your goblins? I wasn't flying them at all. Really? And now, you know, with everything going on in my life, Outside of yeah. the hobby, it's it's just uh, things are a little tight here and there. So yeah. I'll probably pick something up, though, down the road. Do it. Do it. Do it. Hey, I just happen to know a guy that sells goblins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <Yeah. laughs> he knows the guy that sells goblins. I think <laughs> I know that guy, too. Yeah. <laughs> I just got an email and saying, you know, I don't like those podcasts that are three, four hours long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what like, we yeah, needed the podcast right? on Friday nights are about forty five minutes. That's, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes he's cranky, so it all depends on what day you get him on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll call Kyle first then and ask him how he's doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks, Ron. Thanks to our listeners. Yeah. Free thanks, sky, guys. And we'll see you next time. See you. All right, take care. Bye. Bye. Ron, is that flying yet? No. Not yet. Ready for the maiden? Uh, yeah, I want to hear a spool up. Come on, man. Dude, my wife would kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that was, that was fun, dude. Yeah, yeah it was awesome. On, uh, hell yeah, dude. Like I said, man, anytime, man. I'll come on anytime. The... Let me bring up the page here real quick. I had it open. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Now I can't find it. Oh no. I now I noticed <laughs> that. Uh, wait a minute. Give me one <sighs> sec, dude. I must have. Bunch of amateur hour. Oh Come my on. god, Kevin! Really? <laughs> I am an amateur. I'm not getting paid for this. I have a Goblin Nitro to build. All right, hold on. At a seven seventy sure finish, has something to do. <laughs> I do. I got some batteries to fuck I with. To to <laughs> I should just put together my um, ISDT charging case too. Nice. Um, and then there's also, um, I was, you know, Sukum, Skukum, 
it's I feel like I don't really see those too much anymore. You know? Ron but, putting that that helicopter together. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> I can hear it. <laughs> Sorry Let's guys. Do this. <laughs> I've actually been uh, I've actually been working on it like the whole time, but I've been <laughs> using hand tools. But this time I'm I'm using a power tool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Damn it, dude! The last piece of celery and it gets stuck in my teeth. Celery. Hey, did I push the right button? Oh shit! Hello. Are you there? Right, wait a minute. Hello. Experiencing operating difficulties. Please stand Hello. by. Can you stand by? Hello. Are, are you standing by or are you sitting by? Hello. Uh, what's that? Hello. Hello. What did I like, get a call from the UK? Hello. Right. What are you doing in my man, eh? Hello. Hello. <laughs> How many times can Steve say hello? hello. What's going just, on? Is it just another pin prick? Hello. No more. What's going on? What's going on? Ah, not much. Not much updating the website a little. Psh, dude, nothing much. Me, everything. Shh. The house is falling a freaking part. I gear too. Where am I going to order that? Yeah, Where can I order some parts? Yeah, Where am I going to order some parts? Should I go to yeah, A-Main? Yeah. Or should I go Heli Direct? For what? Prestige? For what? I need to get some stuff. What kind some of stuff? Tail. Steve, how bad is it that I still use Paint Shop Pro? Oh my god. Like, there's kids out here out there that don't even know what that is. There's kids that are that we probably hang out with that fun flies that are younger than Paint Shop Pro. <laughs> that Paint Shop Pro, yeah, yeah. Paint Shop Pro nine. Oh, it's just God. I got so used to the layout and the way it is that I just I crank right through it. Hmm. It still works, still does everything. Yes, as long as it does what you need to do, that's cool. That's it. You know, like yeah. all these kids buying all these damn helicopters. Who the hell does that? What's wrong with the 1990 Raptor 50 that fly bar? Nobody buys more than one helicopter. No, no, no. Definitely not. I right? do. <laughs> Nobody buys more than two helicopters. <laughs> I do. <laughs> oh, boy. It's going to take a while. <laughs> Get to the numbers that Ron's working with. <laughs> nice. Which would be pretty cool. I'd like to... Uh, Hear more about the Kraken. Crack, crack, the Kraken. The Kraken. I thought it was called the Kraken. It's Kraken? Kraken? I don't know. I call it Kraken. I don't know. I'm, I'm just making that shit up. Let's go on. <laughs> I, I had you guys, though. You did. You were thinking about it. 